0: And we are live, live on all crazy forms of social media. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, what? Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Oh, boy. Episode 551. We're all back together, uh, and we're doing the StreamYard. And we got Alex Zane tonight, and we have so much wrestling to talk about. How you guys doing over there? Great. Good. Hey, so Matt, now that we are all hosts, if I see
1: something in the comments, I can put it up on the big board. Correct. You can. Now, Facebook though, right?
0: No. So in the top right corner where it says comments, oh, Kevin, I see it. I see it. As long as you're clicking, once the comments come in, you'll see them pop up, and then you could press on one if you want to see what it says, and it'll come up on the bottom of the screen. All right. So w- why don't I man that today? You do... This is a conversation we should have had before we started the broadcast, ladies.
1: Well, you know what? This is the pre-the- <laughs> We haven't played the we haven't played the music yet.
0: No, this is the uh what do we call this? The cold open? Cold open, soft
1: open.
2: Whatever. Sure. Whatever. I'm soft. Let's well, get the show on the road. Yeah, you Tony, gonna... you're back. I'm
0: back after a two week absence. Thank God I missed that hack, J. George. Um All right. Hi, Wizards Podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> Uh, I'm, gonna refrain, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm oh gonna. You guys are gonna fucking. My head's gonna explode. Uh man, us Kevin. Jeez. All right. Are you gonna click on every fucking comment, Kevin? Well, just cool. one more. Oh, t- I, Tony. This is my job today. Your you can do it next job. week. All right, ladies. Well, we got a huge episode. Alex Zane is joining us at 7:30 as big as your Fuck. face me and kevin were at AEW dynamite last wednesday AEW grand slams coming up tony's been watching the booger eater saga they got a fucking pay-per-view in goddamn kentucky what is the nwa doing
2: yee bitches
0: the g1 started by the way your guys g1 coverage a couple weeks ago brilliant
2: all this I and more
0: don't even remember what we did oh well all that <laughs> and so much more uh, Tony, are
2: you doing the uh, the intro stuff? the fuck you think? It's my first rodeo? Come on now. It's
0: Tony's first rodeo. All that and much more next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast.
2: The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show.
3: Hey everybody,
4: this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE and 2011 WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to none other than The Shining Wizards.
0: So uh, I'm going to take away both of your privileges.
2: Oh, fuck off. Uh,
0: before this even starts.
2: I'm sorry. I'm already giving Matt homework. He's going to have to edit the intro back into the show. Kevin, because apparently when, is... I, when I muted my microphone, I muted everything. Whoops. Matt, I'm, I'm, the I'm only gonna be one got, Trust me. I'm going to be good. I'm, I'm the only one that got to enjoy Mr. Monday Night Rob Van Dam do the intro for us. When he's not spying on people dropping GHB into drinks, he's joining us here live on the Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk.
0: And it's talk about wrestling. Tony, Matt,
1: Kevin. Sorry.
2: Holy <laughs> fuck, dude! Wow. I don't. Wow, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only fuck up tonight. Whoa. Wow.
0: All right. Well. <laughs> This is quite the, uh, quite the experience here with this, uh, um, stream yard here. Uh, gentlemen, how are you, how are you doing? (laughs)
2: Fucking fantastic. How are you?
0: Oh boy. I am
1: good to go. I am great. Feeling good. Living the dream, loving life, loving cake, loving Kevin, all of the above baby.
2: As you can tell, I still really don't have my voice back from Saturday.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a whole other story. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife threw a surprise my wife. surprise 40th birthday party for me. Uh, and I got to spend the day with Kevin and Tony and a bunch of my friends on a party bus. And we went to city field for a Mets game. Uh, and it was an excellent time. Uh, Tony clearly doesn't get out of the house enough because he was like a, what you were like a fucking child, dude.
2: Why is Kevin big all of a sudden?
0: Relax. Cause I was
1: cut off on the other view. Oh my God! God. Fucking go.
2: Here we go.
1: No, but Matt, the party was great. Your wife hit it out of the park—no pun intended. So uh, that was a good time.
0: I, I I just have to I have to ask, right? What's that? So since last week, I've been like, "Hey, fuck with the yard stream <laughs> before Monday, guys."
2: <laughs> I did. The yard I didn't do stream. this though. The, the yard, stream yard stream. Whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I feel like yard stream is like the gift that keeps on giving. Every time you sign in, you find something new.
0: Oh my God. What is bothering <laughs> yeah. you? Is it the banner, Kevin? Do you not like the banner? Do you want me to take the banner down?
2: No, somebody's complaining about the banner in the chat.
0: <laughs> that one that has Kevin's face covered. Yeah. There we go. Is that better? Let,
2: Handsome Kevin.
1: Let this beautiful face be covered. All right, so how are you guys doing? That's fucking
2: right. great. Oh, we got a scroll too? Do you see this? We are fucking fancy.
0: All
1: right, Tony, I think we're about five seconds away from Matt legit
0: getting I'm just, I'm just gonna just pound the rest of these half and halves until Alex Zane calls in or joins us. I don't even know if it's calling in anymore if until Alex Zane joins us. <laughs> you two sons of bitches i swear to god hey, this is great
2: i, I love this we this got is a, great we'll go up over here somewhere kevin's over there matt's down there look at that. the x is up x gonna give it to you gonna give it to you i can't even fucking talk what what
0: You did enough talking Saturday at the goddamn baseball
2: game. Listen, I had a lot to complain about. Can you blame me? Yes, you did. Can we go
0: home? Is the game over yet? Can the bus driver (laughs) hit every fucking pothole on the turnpike?
2: Dude, dude. I really thought we were staying for fireworks. I was fucking annoyed. I was like, we're gonna be here all night. What the fuck?
1: You were miserable, Tony.
2: No, I was fucking good time, Tony. Man, I was having fun.
1: No, you weren't. Maybe on the way there, but even then, you were like already sleeping
2: what are you talking about sleeping i was the life of the party was i not matt was i not
0: uh you were you were something i don't know about life but something you were else, something. Buddy. i
1: got I, I got pictures of you like literally like with like slunched over with like barely any of your body on the on the the, the, the seat on the bus
2: what on the way home
0: no, on the way there. that's the way he was, he was laying. He was really showing off his flexibility from his
2: DDP yoga. Fuck yeah, dude. Why not? You got to flaunt it. You got to show that shit off. Haven't fucking <laughs> DDP'd in like a week and a half. I'm fucking really behind. Really behind. Get on that shit. I know. I got to get back to it. Got to get back to it. Well, let's get back to some wrestling talk. Yeah, right? there's
0: a lot to talk about. Alex Zane joining yeah. us in about 20 minutes. Uh, where do you guys want to start? There's so much to talk about. Um, do you guys want to go uh you guys want to talk about Dark Side of the Ring?
2: Yeah, we could do that. Fuck it. I watched it. I'm in for that.
0: Yeah. So I uh so Dark Side of the Ring is back. Mm. Uh the third ever? the third season, third season second half kicked off Thursday night.
2: And they sure. covered the third season second half.
0: Yeah, cuz they split into the, to
2: to two parts yeah they had a lot of episodes to run through, so they decided to, to uh, put a little break in the middle and uh now it's back with a vengeance apparently Ooh. oh is it ever they kicked off with the plane ride from hell and uh whew.
0: yeesh yes yeah. uh. Ooh. it
3: Ooh. was uh, ah. it
0: it was un- it was not an easy watch which i nope. guess which i guess you know the the name of the show: Dark Side of the Ring. But man, the, taking your like... dick out, taking your dick out and uh, showing it to people and making people touch it never is gonna age well. So don't do it, people.
1: Let me ask you guys this: It was the first time you've heard that portion of the story of the train ra- of the plane ride.
0: That's a. F- It's the first time I've heard about yes. I've
1: I've I've never heard that part of it. I've heard everything else except that, and maybe even like the Scott Hall, like all like the really disturbing shit I had never heard before.
0: Well, I don't think they want you to hear it, right?
2: Well, and apparently we didn't hear everything that happened because there was a lot more. There was a lot more meat on that bone. Our our friends over at Inconclusive Breakdown uh, did a little this and that. Uh, dumpster diving into the actual lawsuit that was filed against everybody, including the McMahons on that plane. And, uh, I can understand why, uh, Dustin Runnels didn't want to be involved in this one either, because, uh, apparently he was, uh, might have been a little bit more worse than, uh, the Nature Boy was on that flight. Like we all know about the, uh, the singing and the serenading and Jim Ross being like, huh, you know, cut that shit out or whatever. But, uh, yeah, apparently Dustin was, uh, Doing a little, a little bit more than asking about certain things. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, but didn't in the in the interview, didn't she, the 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 main flight attendant say that he was actually the one that stopped Rick Rick Flair from being any worse than he was? So I guess maybe
2: it might not have been her. Were there, were there any other flight attendants on this thing?
0: Um, oh yeah, there was a there was a whole crew, but she. I guess she's the only one they uh, talked point. to.
2: Yeah, so are
0: eh. the only one that wanted to talk.
2: Well, Matt, I'm sure you're happy. Well, maybe not happy, but you're probably fucking nodding, nodding your head, saying "I told you so." Uh, apparently, HBK might be next on the fucking block with the uh, with the GHB bombs or whatever. Because there was a little bit of a if you read between the lines, it might have been uh, Sean and Marty who liked to party, uh, doing some of the things that Rob Van Dam was talking about. It's terrible. It's terrible. I, I don't was- know why
0: they're doing that.
2: They're doing it because it was the fucking 80s, man. And like, let's take advantage of these poor women. Well, you know, poor women, I mean, but shouldn't take advantage of any women. Let's just put it that way. You know, Even Uh, even if they are there to party, they're there to party on their terms and not fucking be drugged and passed out, you know?
0: No, I agree. I don't, I don't agree with the H bombs, but I agree with what you're trying to say. Let's pick up this conversation after uh, we talked to our guest, Alex Zane. He's just going to jump in here. I'm going to pop him in. A look at that figure. Whoa. Look at this guy. Whoa. Mr. Alex
2: Zane. How are you, sir? I can't hear you. Whoa. We got to turn. We got to put his mic up or is that on him?
0: I think that's him. I can't hear you, Mr. Alex. Hold on one second. He's going to fix his microphone. Looks like we got a lot of Jack's bro- bone crunchers, mint on card sitting on the wall back there.
1: Looks like some slammers, too, if I'm not mistaken.
2: I think I yeah, see- I, got, I got a two pack over there, too. I'm trying to zoom in on Jane. that scene. Oh, no, don't mute his mic. What is that? Tough? What Tough? Is there a line that had tough? I could see a, a two pack over his uh, left shoulder. Yeah. Let me see what else we got here. Nice. All right, he can hear us. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I think there's Triple H on his right shoulder there. Maybe uh, maybe a Jericho next to him. Am I seeing this right?
1: Oh, uh, Jericho isn't a BCA.
2: It's a WrestleMania 15 collection. I like that. I like that a lot. Got the superstars line up top there. Damn. I want to make him, I want to make him larger so I
0: can see it. You want me to do that for you, Kev? There, there you go. go. There it's what I'm looking for. Now he's he's big guy. There. This is a huge... no mic yet, my friend. I'm gonna exit. I'm gonna get him out of the solo layout, so he's that's oh, fine. That? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try and get Alex set up here with the stream yard. Let's see. Um I don't know why your microphone isn't working. Uh, technology people it never ever ceases to amaze us no matter what platform we use skype uh what were we using zoom before this uh kevin's very handsome oh god you guys are killing me all right not me. It wasn't me
2: Did you oh, no. out
0: i didn't throw him out i'm sure he's going to try and reset and see what the deal is um so I guess we could talk a little bit more about that plane ride from hell until until he pops back in. I'm gonna see if he sends me a message. Um, so all this stuff comes out, and I think um, I think Tommy Dreamer got in a hell of a lot of trouble for his comments.
2: Um, probably rightfully so. I mean, do we I, disagree with that?
0: No, I don't agree. You um, don't agree. I don't agree. No, you said, Do you disagree with that? And I said, I don't. What did I
2: say? You said, You don't agree. No,
0: I do agree. He should have gotten in trouble. He essentially said, He essentially said, She's a liar. Ric Flair doesn't have to force anyone to grab his dick. Yeah. Not a good look for Tommy Dreamer.
2: Well, well, he also put the blame on her, saying, Well, if she really was, why didn't she just pursue the uh, the fullest extent of the law? And why did she take the money and run it? Dude, look at me. I have two fucking ponytails, dude. Yeah, I and this like, was—I like—and was, this, this was this was
1: disappointing. This was the worst thing he said, making a joke about how his haircut is offending somebody, and and comparing that and making that the exact same thing as a sexual assault, which is just absolutely brutal and just the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard anyone say in my entire uh entire life.
2: Like, honestly, like, what was he thinking when he was interviewed by these guys? Like, he he thought what he was saying was absolutely fine. Like.
1: All right. So here's, I refuse to believe that Tommy Dreamer. I, all right. That, I, I refuse to believe that Tommy Dreamer really thinks what he said is, is accurate. But it's like, it's just, it, that's a weird one, man. Cause he, he said like the worst shit possible. Like victim shaming, uh supporting a guy who literally allegedly, whatever, whatever you want to say, did what he did, and then comparing it to the most asinine thing you could ever possibly compare it to. There's like the triple whammy of just like bad ideas and bad things to say.
2: Yes, Carissa, we were all baffled by his comments. Like I don't I don't understand a guy who's been around the business like that could even even defend like anything that happened, even if you have no knowledge, like just to come out with stuff like that,
1: yeah, and to um uh, I lost my train of thought, but I was just gonna say like like even if even if it was even, even if what he said was out of context, the words still came out of his mouth, and they were absolutely like brutal, like absolutely no defense, nothing you could say. He apologized. Um, I don't know if that's good enough right now.
2: I oh, think did he apologize?
1: To... Yeah. I don't. Think, I don't think that's good enough, though. That's not. You gotta. He's got to do some soul searching. He's got to do some, maybe do some uh, some activism work or or some or something to just get the get the stink off. I don't know if you can get the stink off because. I...
2: Well, he did lose one job, and he's probably going to wind up losing another. Oh, job. he lost both. Oh, Impact's Dunsky.
1: Impact. Oh no, I don't know if he he was suspended. He's off, busted open.
2: Oh, busted open, yeah. But yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought Impact was just he's like sort of like sent home without pay or some other nonsense. They indefinitely suspended him or something like that.
0: All right, we're going to try this again with our guest, Mr. Alex Zane. Hello. Can you there we,
4: hear we go. Guys. Hey-o. Great. I uh I switched to my phone and that seemed to fix the problem as opposed to the computer. That right, which is weird because I'm using the exact same microphone just plugged into my phone instead. Maybe so,
0: there's too much uh Taco Bell hot sauce jammed up in that computer box there. That's buddy. probably
4: true. That's that's probably true.
0: The sauce Alex Zane joins the Shining Wizards uh Mr. Zane. How are you tonight?
4: <clears throat> I am lovely. Cannot complain. Got to get some sleep for the first time in several days. So, you know, it's great. Feeling good.
0: Super busy week. You were out there for GCW. And I'm probably going to say this wrong Pale, Pale,
4: Pale, Pale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you throw like a little like umlaut or whatever the fuck. Yeah. We
4: stuck the little uh, accent on it. And then it's, you know, everyone's guess on Twitter. Yeah, I'm an
0: adult. adult. I don't know any of that sophisticated stuff. Yeah,
4: I, reading is hard for me anyway, much less when you start doing it in other languages and things.
0: All right, so let's we got I got to talk about the elephant in the room. This beautiful this beautiful display behind you.
4: Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. All
0: right, me and Kevin are are major figure marks, definitely. Uh now we got Kevin said before it looks like some slammers. We got some BCAs
4: back there. They're mostly BCAs, aside from maybe what uh, I mean. Stomps are still BCAs. I think everything's up there is BCA right now. Actually, well, that's all I got. Do do I see a dude love back there? There's a dude love, uh, and he. Wait, yeah, and he's and he's signed. Yeah. Ooh! Whoa! Yeah, Yeah, I got the three pack signed too, but and it was awesome because uh, he was nice enough to sign it in all three gimmicks sorry about the that Thumb on there, oh that's great yeah it was awesome
1: so when did the obsession with collecting wrestling figures start for you or is this is this an adult type uh, thing or is this a kid type thing
4: so originally it was a kid type thing of course when i was younger i mean i was always into wrestling since i was like three years old and of course just not so much collecting as as it was playing with figures at the time and then I lost my entire childhood collection one time, like everything <sighs> gone. Yeah. Um worst. Which I had in my adult years. Like I still had these tubs or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, long story short, was dating a girl. We split up. I went and started like staying with my cousin. And she unbeknownst to me got evicted from the place where And I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep my stuff in storage here. And then she got evicted and didn't say anything. And then like not only my action figures, but anything else that was in there, just gone. And then I had three grand worth of eviction on my credit for like seven years or something like that. Yeah. Like Joe Pesci used
0: to say, it's the bitches that'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
4: Thanks, Joe Pesci.
0: So so
1: what was the original – what was the original – did you – just start collecting stuff that you had back then or what was the Um, original what did the original collection consist of
4: so the original collection was a lot of bcas anyway so that was like like what i was super into i mean that was just the time frame childhood wise and, and just fandom wise was when the bcas were hot in stores and whatever and so originally it was like not just get the stuff that was in my collection, but just get BCAs because there was plenty of BCAs that I never found and I was super into, whatever. And this was probably only five, six years ago I started collecting BCAs and it was so cool because no one cared about BCAs and they were so cheap. And now that's not the case. Thanks a lot, Matt Cardona, uh, who I saw. And I blamed him. I saw him last night and was like, hey, you did this. Now I spend like 10 times the amount on a BCA, at least, at least... Versus, I used to get them for like four dollars a piece.
1: To me, BCA's even to the even to this day, the BCA's are the most playable action figure of all time. In terms of yeah, yeah, love them, man. In terms of actually like doing moves and 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 like you could move them, they're they're very flexible. They have all the like LJNs were just big rubber stuff, so you have to really imagine Hasbro's were better. Uh, Galoob, WCW. They're super cool, but they were
4: clunky. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I I love those too. I have a few Hasbro's and stuff, and some LJNs and stuff too. Um, which I have. I mean, this this is like the man cave slash guest room, whatever. And like all those tubs are full, and they are not on the walls or anything yet. And then I mean, I got plenty, but that are not displayed. I've ran out of thumbtacks actually. I gotta get more (laughs) (laughs) thumbtacks.
0: So I'm running out of walls and my my computer is hooked up to everything. Otherwise, I would. Yeah, I don't
4: have a whole lot of wall space either. And like, what I'm trying to do with the BCAs and the ECW figure, and just pretty much all the '90s nostalgia is really taking up a lot of room. Because even if they were in these tubs, like everything in these tubs is already taking up enough room. If I was to put it on the walls, there's no way they're gonna fit anyway. So I gotta figure something out. Luckily, my girlfriend's like super cool with my weird obsessions, so she's like. It's nice. fine. I'll just hang them in the living room or something. She'll just she'll just shake it off. She's fine with it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Bring up your girlfriend. I gotta ask. I think we're Facebook friends. I think I follow you. You guys do those weird videos where you like throw kitchen utensils and she catches them with her butt.
4: Yeah, she caught a, a what was it a, a, spatula a spatula with her butt. Yeah. She caught a spatula with her butt. It was uh, it's a talent. You know, just like anything else, it actually took us so long. Like I sat there in the kitchen and threw the spatula at her ass for like 30 minutes. So she finally caught it though. I'm very. <laughs> took, my, <laughs> took
0: my wife uh, 30 seconds <laughs> to eat with a spatula when she saw me watching the video.
4: Like, what the fuck are you looking at?
0: <laughs> I don't know what Watch. I'm looking at.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the internet. You're just you're getting gotten by the internet. That's you know that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. She caught a spatula with her butt, which is pretty impressive because I don't think I could do that. No, I'm trying to keep
0: things keep things from falling out of my butt, let alone catch things. Yeah,
4: right. So well, let me ask you this: Also a talent, you should be proud. I'm does not she, good at it, brother. <laughs> brother there well, right now.
2: In Matt's defense, he puts his legs up in the air and he tries catching them the hard way.
4: <laughs> right, right. So wait, does she catch it on her butt? No, she she it's a it's a clinch method. The spatula has to be coming in at the right angle, and there's a clinch method to the cheeks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll send you a link. I'll have to find it. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: if if Matt could find it, I guess I could find it too. I know you it's know. on her
4: TikTok. Anyone else All that right. wants to see this, uh, her TikTok is what tabs twenty four x score. So uh, this is a this is a conversation I was not expecting to have. Yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it looks It looks like, look, I mean, that's a talent. And you just said you it probably spent 40 minutes in the kitchen just throwing a spatula at her.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not putting myself over anything, but even the perfect throw of the spatula took took some uh, practice. Yeah. Like, it, she's definitely the pro because she, she caught it with the clenched cheeks. But right. at the end of the day, the, the throw mattered. You
0: know. But it's like a wrestling match. It's, you need the other person. It's yeah. It takes the, two to tango, part.
4: right? Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, you have been just on a tear lately. Um, after your release from from NXT, uh, you won the Honor Rumble, and your return did. to Ring I of did. Honor, which was awesome.
4: Uh, which you means just, I get to look forward to Bandito a Ring of Honor World Title shot against potentially Bandito if he still has the title by the time I might get to him. We'll see.
0: Now we'll do see. you know
4: we will because he's incredible.
0: Are you allowed to pick when you uh when you get that shot there?
4: Um to a degree. Uh some sometimes my dates uh kind of are messing things up right now, I think. But um just I, I'm I'm pretty booked, so we're we're figuring everything out. But yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be soon. Oh
0: yeah, I got the we got these cool banners at the bottom. I could only fit so many dates in there for you, bud.
4: Oh! I thank you, thank you. I see that I didn't even notice that. Oh I'm, yeah! Well, I, now I, I'm on I, the I tiny the screen. screen. So, oh, I,
2: I, I, uh, October eighth versus Hammerstone.
4: Yeah, that was just announced like four, like fourteen hours ago, and I flew in. Uh, so, like last night, I was doing some things. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it. I meant to message them before I came on here, but then <laughs> we, we had our own troubles. Uh, but. Yeah. So last night I was like super dead, tired, busy all day, went to sleep, woke up, didn't even bother with the phone other than to catch an Uber and get on my flight. You know, it was like four thirty AM. I got up, which is not a thing I like at all. Um, caught the flight, came home, still not just bothering with my phone, just straight home, straight to bed, you know, and woke up and they had announced that match and I was, I was super stoked to see it. Yeah. Um, and that is my, uh, San Francisco Bay area debut. I've not been up there ever in my life, much less to Russell. So I'm looking That's forward to that. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Nice. West San coast pro.
0: There you go. San Francisco's a nice city. I've been there once.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, I've heard crazy things. I know they got a lot of good food and I am a food guy. If the internet hasn't noticed yet.
0: I've, now look, to be fair, the only food that I know you're into is Taco Bell.
4: Yeah, I mean I, I I pushed that one pretty hard, that's for sure. Um but I I love just food. I love food. Food's my that's my whole thing.
0: <laughs> okay, so you just came back from Texas and and GCW was out in the the Los Angeles area. What was your yeah. what was your like I got to stop and get whatever.
4: Oh, uh so all the time when I'm in Los Angeles, I got to do Korean barbecue. They have like dozens of great Korean barbecue spots, okay. especially like In this case, I was on a short stint there. So it was like I I got like one dinner option. Otherwise, it's kind of like grab what you can get, you know, because you stay so busy and whatever. Um, So I was I was out there long enough to at least go get dinner with my brother and stuff. He lives out there. My best friend who's basically my brother. He lives out there. And it was like his we did like a birthday dinner basically for a Korean barbecue. And it was awesome. Just ate my weight in meat. It was great.
0: Now, isn't Korean? Isn't that the one where you cook it yourself?
4: Yeah, it's got the it's got the whole gimmick in the middle of the table, and you're and you just order plates of raw meat and just whip it up. And most of them are like all you can eat. Not a lot of like uh, several of them, you know, high end places and stuff like that aren't all you can eat. But like this place, I think it was like thirty, forty bucks for all you can eat, and it just and they bring tons <laughs> of sides and stuff. It's great. I love it. Me, Every I podcast I do ends up just being a food conversation. That's it. <laughs> so you're, look, you're, I'm not sorry. Oh, I mean,
0: I'm a slob, so I'm good with the food talk. Uh, hey, Tony, let's used, go. Tony mm-hmm. used to be a fat guy. Uh, Kevin knows good things. Congrats, pizza. Tony. Thank you. Now it did yeah, the yeah. TDP. Oh, Carissa Lopez. was awesome Hot newspaper.
4: sauce. Yeah, Yo, I – I go for the hot usually. I do like the fire, but I think the hot has the better flavor. I just like the heat of the fire more. Uh, Diablo is almost like, I don't know, it just doesn't have like the flavor that I'm looking for, but I miss the Verde sauce. I can't believe they uh, don't carry the Verde sauce anymore. But yeah, I hope that answers the question in a way. But I, I not... order all the sauces. Ha- do you like
0: the spicy shit?
4: Yeah, I'm not like crazy with the spicy, you know, like pretty moderate. Like, okay, so uh, cause, Like
0: like a bunch of idiots, Tony ordered the Burnin' Bliss chocolate. So you're either going to eat a piece of chocolate that's a piece of chocolate or one that's going to make your – you're going to – it hurts. Oh, it hurts your
4: face. Is it like a roulette? Yes. Yep. Oh, it, comes, it comes in a little
2: tray. It's like 12 pieces of chocolate. Five of them are poison <laughs> and seven of them are – are apparently really good. I never got one of the really good ones.
4: you <laughs> only got shit ones. Oh, that's so awesome. bad. Uh, and, that's like and, that Bean Boozled or whatever. The
2: oh, we've done that bit. too.
4: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, disgusting, vomit or whatever it is. <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. good. Oh, sour. Yeah, yeah, I, ref- yeah I refuse good. to take but- part in that. So, so the the spicy chocolate actually tastes bad? or Because I've had spicy chocolate that's like good. Like,
2: No, uh, no, no, no. It's it's just like you might as well just take a swig off of like, you know, the, the 9 million Scoville bottle. It's just wow, over the Lord. top. It's over. And the worst part was as soon as it hit my tongue, I knew I had the bad one and I coughed. And that was the worst because it started going down the wrong pipe. Oh, I was man. done, yeah, dude. I, I had the hiccups for like 20 <laughs> minutes. It was so oh. bad. That's so so crazy. I
4: remember one time, I, um, one of my first like things I had like ever like done in Florida. I don't. We were doing like a comic con type of thing. A friend of mine was doing music for it and all this stuff. But we came down. It was like Pensacola, I think. But they have a Tijuana Flats that's like a chain here, mm-hmm. and they do some crazy sauces. And I, I mean, I don't know about now. This was years ago, but they had this one you had to sign a waiver for, and like if you eat and you they come out with like rubber gloves and a dropper and they drop a little, like, it's like a science fair project. And it's like just pure black tar, like hot sauce extract. There's no flavor. It's that's, just and,
2: see that's third thing, degree like burns. A, like I agree with you with the, with the hot sauce from uh, taco bell. It's like you, you want to strike the balance between flavor and heat. And eventually like you just get so much heat, you don't get any flavor. So it's like, what's the right, point? Right. And some yeah. of these idiots, they give you like the, uh, they do like special runs where it's just like 45 million Scoville, but it's like a, like a one and a half ounce, like little vial. And it's got like all kinds of skulls and decorations on it. It's more of a collector's item, but who's, who's eating this shit. I don't know. Anybody who would eat that shit. Well, maybe I know it's, one person uh, who would eat it, but
4: I, I know a couple people that like stuff like extremely hot. And it, I think it, I mean, just for whatever reason, it doesn't affect them the same way.
2: Oh, uh, terrible.
4: Crazy. Terrible. Crazy. Uh, speaking of which, finding the balance between flavor and heat, I'm coming out with my own trifecta of sauces. They're in the works right now. I've got three different sauces, um, and I haven't named them yet. I haven't gotten that far. I've only tasted them so far, and then we have a new batch that just came in that I have to retaste because I was trying to get the heat up on some of them. Uh, But the flavors on all three of them are crazy like they're so good yeah i was like so excited about it yeah so i can't wait to share that with the world
0: that's super exciting have you gotten tired of tasting the sauces though
4: no they're still good um yeah and they were all good like even the different variants like i think i've been through four or five different variants of each sauces so like whatever that equates to be 12 15 different sauces that i'm tasting and i'm just using like a tortilla or tortilla chip and just dabbing it um but they were all good and i would just have to be like oh i like the flavor most out of this one the heat most out of that one you know and work it that way yeah so i have a bunch of wild stuff happening and coming out just uh like you said i'm on a on a tear now that i've now that i've been released you are on a tear in the wrestling
0: world and uh in the hot sauce game apparently have you done the one challenge
4: I have not done the one chip challenge. Uh, terrified of the one chip challenge. Everyone <laughs> I see do the one chip challenge looks like they are not having a great time. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> like, have I'm you like, ever shared a locker room with Low Life Louis Ramos? I don't think so. he hung up. Man, he's got heat with Louis. What happened? He, he we said, lost Alex Zane. He said, "Fuck this shit." Oh no! <laughs> I hope he comes back.
1: He went to get oh, a four loco.
0: God.
2: God. Oh, no.
0: I was going to say, if he shared a, a locker room with him, he could do anything.
2: Dude, Lou is the only guy I know that fucking did the one chip challenge and, like, didn't even phase him. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hot.
0: All right. So what is the
2: one chip challenge? It's literally just one chip. It comes, like, in a coffin, and you open it up, and you eat the chip, and it's really, really hot.
0: It's very hot. What's
1: it? What's in it? Spicy. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's probably like just hot shit, like habaneros and 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 reapers and all that other kind of shit on it. It's like a Dorito, but instead of like nacho flavor, it's like spicy. Mm. No bueno, Kevin. No bueno, indeed.
1: See, I don't, I don't mind spicy, but not like super crazy spicy. <laughs> Oops. I am super. <laughs> yeah, like I like, as far as I go is I I've done the the hot and the fire and the uh. Diablo from Taco Bell, crushed red pepper I put on everything. Um but other than that, no, not a big spice guy.
2: I like it in moderation. Like I'll, I go with the hot, I'll put some fire on there to mix it. Once in a while, Diablo, but it's gotta have flavor to me. It's Fan of the spice flavor.
1: girls, not not a spice guy.
0: People of the world. Spice okay. up your life. Every boy and every girl. Spice up your life. Yay! Oh, man, I hope Alex comes back. I hope we didn't offend him. Yep. I don't I think, think we did. So. You think it was the low life Louie question?
2: Probably. He's probably got uh sponsorships that he needs to keep, and you know.
0: Dang. Maybe his phone ran out of battery. Yeah, we'll give. I'll give a. We'll give him a few minutes to jump back in here. Um.
1: Shit. Very, very impressed with his knowledge of the wrestling figures, though.
0: Well, yeah, you got to know what you're doing if you're collecting them, right? That's He's right. a
2: collector, bro. Yeah, of course.
0: You gotta be uh well informed, educated. Very impressive. All right, so let's jump back to this plane ride from hell before Alex Zane joins us again, I hope. So Tommy Dreamer caught the heat, Rick Flair caught the heat. How come no one's complaining about Brock Lesnar?
2: Um, yeah. What did what did he do again?
0: He took his ding dong out for uh for Terry Reynolds.
2: Yeah, he did a little sexy and I know it in front of her.
0: All right, uh, we thought uh I thought the low life Louie thing made you punk out.
4: It did not. It did not. I'm back. Uh, I don't know what happened. Some sort of page refresh thing and I think I figured it out so that shouldn't happen again. I Yeah, no need to explain that. But I was going to
0: say if you've shared a yes. locker room with low life Louis Ramos, you can I literally don't do believe so, yeah. you can face any any fear in your life and you'll be okay.
4: Oh. Nice. I'll do it when I'm with him then. I'll, I'll get don't, on there. Let
0: him, don't let him near you with the drill, though.
4: Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Not going to do that. <laughs> For a big man, he moves like
0: a cat, so look out. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
4: Okay. I'll I'll keep that in mind.
0: <laughs> We're on the line with Alex Zane uh, at uh, Ari Sterling
4: WWE Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch. It actually just changed today. It just changed f- today. It is at Alex Zane Sauce now. And that's because oh I received God. a text message today from WBE saying, hey, we can't change your stuff back now. And I was like, thanks. You, They lost my original usernames, basically. They lost them for me. Someone else has acquired them. I tried to reach out to the Instagram that has acquired it. The Twitter seems to not even exist. So, great. Yeah, excellent oh, news today.
2: I, I, I got this to... did did the text come from Vince I was like, God damn it
4: <laughs> yeah directly no no it did not it came from the social media team that originally helped me change my I'm trying to find something to prop this damn phone up but they originally helped me change my um usernames on there and when they helped me they were like, oh we can lock your usernames whatever, and then you can you know when when and if you ever want them back we can you know, just hand them back over. Uh, I guess they forgot part of that process. And they, oh, I'm, now I'm Alexane Sauce. The which,
2: social media department, the people in charge of everything just sort of forgot your shit.
4: Yeah, they, they goofed it somehow and they uh, didn't really accept responsibility for it. So that irritated me. And uh, so... Whatever. I don't like it has actually been the most irritating thing out of like the whole release process. Like I'm far more irritated by losing at Alexane on Instagram and Twitter than I am by even being released by the company. All right, well, I,
0: I fixed it. I fixed it on the scroll on the bottom.
4: Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you.
0: I, you know what? I, I had to do all this, this, this uh, set everything up before I went to work today. So of course, we'll, once it, we get you on, uh, it changed. So, yeah. But we fix yeah. it at Alex Zane Sauce. Uh, and he's got a Twitch channel. Check that out twitch.tv backslash Alex Zane. The scrolls across the bottom. And uh, we'll scroll his upcoming matches too, because he has a full slate of matches. But this past weekend, you happened to be at GCW highest in the room. You defeated Jordan Oliver. Um, you've been with GCW. That's kind of where you got your, you kind of got the big recognition.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, how important is it for you? To be back with GCW, seeing the great things they're doing with Nick Gage. With, I mean, even though two thirds of us hate Matt Cardona.
4: Um, <laughs> because oh, is, he's he the, not, is he the single one that doesn't? Oh, yeah. He's, 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 oh, can, he's got he's, the, yeah, he's got the, oh, yeah, he's got the gimmick on. I love All it. <laughs> decked out. All decked out. Yeah. H-
0: how much did it mean for you? Because uh, I'm sure Brett was quick to call you as soon as he heard you were released.
4: You know, it's, it's kind of, I mean, just the relationship that he and I have too. It was kind of like, we just knew, (laughs) like, as soon as the release, you know, was announced. I think I might have wrote in before it was even announced publicly, which was only, like, a 30-minute difference anyway. Um, But I was just like, hey, dates, where where am I at, you know? Um, And he just hit me with everything that he had set in stone or whatever, and then he hit me with a few, like, uh, hypothetical dates that he was trying to work on or whatever. Um, So, yeah, it definitely... I mean that's home to me. That's where I had my final indie match before moving on to WWE. And originally, it was I was really trying hard to make that my first return match as well. Um, but that didn't work out uh, the way we wanted it to. I was gonna, I was trying to return the weekend before my 30 days was up, and I was asking WWE for like, hey, can I do that? And I mean, I buried them already. So there was no need to like go further with that. Um, Cause it's, I mean, as annoying as some things are, like a lot of things are just out of their hands and other things might be out of their hands, like usernames that they let slip through their butter fingers or something. But yeah. um, So I was trying to make that my first return because it was so important to me. You know what I mean? Just, just GCW in general. They, they, I mean, they changed my life in many ways, and um, I would I would do most anything for GCW and old Brett.
0: Yeah, and they got you got you, you're set. I mean this this weekend. I mean, you and AR Fox. I mean, are you fucking like?
4: I'm so excited! I'm so excited to be doing a lot of like matches that were really on my list, you know. Anyway, and then once I got signed, I was like, oh, these might not ever even happen now. You know, you don't know how things are gonna go. And yeah, so it's super cool. I, like I had never gotten to work with Jordan Oliver in a singles, and of course, never. I've never even been in the ring with AR Fox, so I'm very excited about that. So just getting to do a lot of things that I never, never thought, uh, or thought I might not never get to do, rather, just because of circumstances, right? But so, so GCW and NXT and WWE to
1: me couldn't be more polar opposites.
4: Yeah, that's definitely true.
1: So, so, so I mean, obviously, we know uh, Moxley and and people have come out at GCW, but how are they really that much on the radar of people in WWE and NXT? Is that how you got? Did they just watch tape? Did they, Did you go to a like? How did that process whole develop? Because to me, G, like I said, GCW and WWE couldn't be further further from each other.
4: Yeah. So the courting process with me and WWE was kind of a lengthy one compared to a lot. And some of that's due to, uh, the pandemic like that kind of got away. I was in talks with them. I think I first, like the first conversation I had with WWE was actually before I ever even went to Japan, which was just like four or five months after I like went viral off the 630 and stuff. So yeah, it came pretty quick. And, um, I originally reached out uh, and I mean, I don't know how much of this I'm supposed to say, but whatever, like, I don't think it's any, a big deal, but I reached out, I was going, this was before the pandemic and stuff like that. Uh, I had scheduled, I had tons of stuff scheduled for the summer of 2020. Like it, like would blow this schedule out of the water. It was crazy. I had Japan again. I had Australia. I had Europe, like, a half dozen countries in Europe that I was gonna do in a like 30 day tour over there, and that was supposed to be like August or something. GCW was actually going to Europe, so I was gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna fly in a couple weeks early, grab some stuff up, do GCW in the middle, and then a couple weeks on the back end or something, you know, trying to plan stuff out. So I had all this stuff planned, and I I was already in talks with WE then. So when the pandemic hit, they, like, kind of, I mean, the, so it was January, I was in talks with them, February, it was like the first week of February, 2020, I was supposed to do a tryout originally with, uh, WV. And, um, and I got that because where I was going to do that European tour, I was already trying to work dates out for it. I reached out to Jim Smallman to get me on Progress. And he was like, hey, like, I'll gladly put you in touch with him, yada, yada. But if you ever want to give NXT a try, let me know. Because he had started working with uh, WWE. So I said, hey, yeah, of course, I'm interested in that, whatever. And it was like a day later or something like that. um, William Regal was calling me and I was on the tour bus with, with, um, new Japan at the time. And so I answered and they needed like, that's when we had scheduled the actual tryout and yada, yada. And then I'm on the tour bus Regal calls me cause I was, they wanted like blood work and like physicals and stuff before the tryout. And I was like, we're like seven days out from the tryout. I can't get this stuff to you. I'm on a tour bus right now. Like I'm on the road or whatever. And they're like, okay, like we'll reschedule, you know, have a good tour. And then, I, and then Regal actually came. And we met backstage at the final date. I think it was in Atlanta, maybe, um, for that New Japan tour that we did early 2020. It was like a Southeast sort of tour.
0: Yeah. So yeah. For, uh, I think the Gorillas of Destiny won the tag titles.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one. Yeah. Um, so which was really cool. And then, so yeah, that was that was like the first bit of the process. So then we're rescheduling the tryout, and then I got hurt at ROH. Was that yeah. in February?
0: Was that, that was Free Enterprise?
4: Yeah, where I wrestled uh, Everett, Andrew Everett, and I hurt my foot in that match doing silly Alexane things. And um, hurt my foot, and I was supposed to be out, like, six weeks, so I took three weeks off and taped it up. And then, um, so, like, that got in the way. Like, we didn't even get to a rescheduling. It was like hey we're trying to figure that out and then i got hurt and i was like hey now i'm hurt so like we got to push it and then we were still trying to sort it out and i was with roh in vegas the day that the pandemic was announced so and my foot was still healing but i was like good enough to go it was just like had to work around it in a way and so that that got announced and of course those releases came right off the pandemic from WWE. So I didn't even bother reaching out because it's like, I'm not trying to get signed in a world of releases right now. So then right on the back end of the pandemic, even, you know, when things started to kind of ease up, I guess, um, is when they called me and we, we just, we went straight to paper. We skipped the whole trial process and went straight to negotiations, which was cool. Yeah. So that's a long winded uh, answer to the, <laughs> to the question, but yeah, that was the process. It was, it was, yeah, a long process. And uh, it, it seemed like it was kind of like going to be a lengthy process regardless of the pandemic anyway, just because of like everything I had planned. Cause even if they were like, Hey, we want to sign you right now. Right. No, like even I did the tryout, whatever they're like, let's sign, whatever. I still would have wanted to honor the tours that I had already agreed to had the pandemic not hit anyway. So
0: Your, your time in, in NXT, um, I don't want to focus on the negative. What was the most positive thing you could... T- well, you, look, people are always looking for the... They want to shit on the WWE, but they yeah, gave the opportunity, and I'm sure it all, wasn't all bad. What was the most positive thing you took out of your experience down there?
4: Well, firstly, I think for me, it was pretty much every bit of it was good. Like, everything was good. I like that, and the, so the that's why the name thing is frustrating to me because like really they're on top of their shit for the most part. They, I mean, every place and person and thing in the world has its qualms, right? Like it has its faults, but overall, like the whole experience was incredibly positive. The locker room was incredible. The producers were awesome. The writers were cool. Like everyone's super cool and like just trying their best to, do whatever it is that they think is best. Right. Um, so the most positive thing, man, on a personal level would be just, I basically got paid to go to the wrestling Harvard for 10 months. Right. Like, that's awesome. Like yeah. who, who can argue with that? So like when they called with the release, I was like, thanks, you know, like, and <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and they were like, Lauren Nitus called, which, you know, and he's like, hey, got some bad news? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much, whatever. And like, you could just hear it and and almost hear it in his silence that he was like caught off guard by the fact that I was like, cool with it. He was like, oh, shit, wait, this is not how these phone calls usually go. <laughs> and um, and I immediately got off the phone, hung up and I called uh, William Regal. That's who at the end of the day really brought me in. And thanked him for everything. He was super helpful while I was there and uh, like remained super helpful and just like a like a mentor to me and someone that I'll always keep in touch with uh to the best of our ability. So I called him, was like, Thanks for everything, blah blah. blah. And he was and he was like seemed more broken up about it than I was. He's like, Oh oh no, Alex, you know, and I was like <laughs> and um So I talked to him for all the five minutes and I was like, no, it's really fine. Like, thank you so much. Like, uh, and of course I'm still in sort of the, the down lull of it at the same time, um, because I just got the information within a couple minutes and then I get off the phone with him and I'm sitting there thinking for a second and I get on the phone with new Japan and I start texting people at ROH and I start reaching out to Brett, everyone. And then I called my girlfriend, and I was like, "Hey, things have changed. Just got released. uh Already have a lot of dates filled." And she was like, "Wait, how did you get dates filled?" And I was like, "Oh, I called them." She was like, "You called them before me." I was like, "Well, got gotta eat. Taco Bell ain't free."
0: <laughs> that is true. Taco Bell's not free, but Taco your your, free. your your card is filling up. I mean. Yeah, just let me. I'm gonna throw up the banner
4: again, just
0: for those watching us.
4: Yeah, run those dates. Run the- Dude,
0: like this Friday, AR Fox. I don't know if you have anything Saturday. I'm sorry, I couldn't find anything. I, I know,
4: it's Thursday, Friday. You got PWG Sunday. I know that Sunday. Yeah, season. so Saturday, I'm just using to travel since it's okay. New York to LA, and I'm yeah. just like that's gonna hurt enough. I don't need to <laughs> wrestle on top of it.
0: And, and uh, look, we uh, we taught we had Jack Cartwheel on our show a couple weeks nice. ago. Nice good kid you jack dante martin taking on trey miguel myron reed and we know jake atlas has stepped away from the world of professional wrestling right. and i don't want to ask for any spoilers but do you know do you don't have to answer i don't want a name but do you know who's stepping into his spot
4: i truly don't Fine. like and and, and neither neither does like anyone else like i've asked all the other boys who are in the match yo like have you heard anything and they're like nope and i'm like Guess we'll see Sunday. <laughs> see you in the locker room, kids. Like, we'll that, just figure it out.
0: That is quite – that's – I mean, just the five names, you, Jack, Dante Martin, who's
3: – Yeah. Between you killing. and
0: Dante Martin. I don't know who is – you know, we all watch the Will Ospreay and the Ricochet match, and you go, right. no fucking top that, and then you're doing 630s on the dudes that are laying across the top turnbuckle. You're jumping over cars. Dante Martin's defying gravity.
4: He is it's, crazy
0: you guys are unreal. And then you throw in Trey Miguel and Myron Reed. I mean,
4: right. Right. And, and Trey Miguel is incredible. And I've not gotten to work uh, with Myron Reed outside of like one scramble. I think we touched all of twice or something um, at GCW. I can't even remember which show that was. It was on the boardwalk at uh, Atlantic city, but yeah, so I'm I'm just super excited to get to work with them again um, and work with Myron like in a more like I don't know we get to do more, so it'll be great.
0: And then tell, we you know Willie Mack on the thirtieth in yeah. Los Angeles, uh, Adam Priest on the second in New South. I didn't even Forest. know
4: that Willie Mack... Oh oh yeah yeah the, the Willie Mack. yes yes <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. I was like wait where am I at yeah mm-hmm. yeah we actually just talked about that so yeah i know i know the match
0: <laughs> uh, hammerstone as you know was just announced the other day and then i'm fucking pumped because i'm going to philadelphia for this show you and will osprey
3: very and much looking forward to
0: and he's not the real world champion don't buy into that narrative
4: that oh i'm buying in i'm buying in he's the real world champion you know oh, why yeah I'm just, in? if because you beat it to- real- yeah if you there beat you the real
0: world champion, ah, oh, dude, Alex Zane and then Shingo, I'm the sign me up.
4: Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Shingo is incredible. I would love to wrestle him someday. For sure.
0: Um, I know you did the New Japan tour in the States. Have you ever been to Japan?
4: Uh, yeah, I did go to Japan. This was November 2019 and then through like mid-January um, 2020. And I went over there with Shima's OWE and okay. did six weeks over there with him, which was great. Incredible experience. Loved every bit of it. Got sick twice. Probably had COVID then because who catches the flu twice within six weeks? Don't know if that's how flu works. Um, But yeah, and like one time I was so dead. And there's actually, I'm not sure, uh, maybe you've heard of him. His name's Storm Grayson. And he's a freelance wrestling in Chicago. Like he he's coming up through there. And he was over there doing some stuff with wrestle one and so we ended up like i was uh staying at the wrestle one dojo at the time and which on that tour i did owe wrestle one um j stage i think it's called vkf or something like that was one of them and big japan and stuff so i got to do a ton of really cool stuff while i was there and storm grayson was like a like a bunkmate of mine at the dojo because I got to stay in the dojo like most of the tour, and he knew that I, like when I was sick, like he he thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die, and he but he was like the most helpful dude ever. Like he would just like wake me up on like a three day sleep and be like, "Here's water and some like vegetables. Like you have to have something." Like because I was just dead to the world it was crazy yeah and i had like these weird like cold sweats and stuff that would keep me up forever and even though i was up i wasn't really like alert it was insane yeah it was not a good time but luckily it happened on my little break from the ring like i had a short time off there unfortunately that short time off instead of doing cool touristy things was spent uh being sick as shit but yeah shout out to shout out to storm grace and he kept me alive (laughs) i'm pretty sure i would be dead without that (laughs) kid. gave me medicine and everything that i wouldn't have otherwise gotten
0: i have i ask every single person that's gone to japan uh raw horse meat have you tried
4: yeah i ate raw horse meat this i love this uh story i was telling this the other day um so it was probably my second day in japan and lance archer had put me onto the raw horse meat lance archer
0: that's why I asked because we interviewed Lance Archer and he told us about the the role. Yeah,
4: yeah. He was like, he's like, hey, like, I know it sounds weird, but you gotta have the role. Like, you gotta at least try it, whatever. It's like I absolutely will. So, because again, food. Um, so and actually, I I got to hang out with Lance when I was in Japan and stuff, and I got to go to Wrestle Kingdom because I had already debuted for New Japan in the states and stuff. So they, Rocky, like hooked it up and stuff, and Lance. Is like a big brother to me in wrestling, um, and probably just in life in general. Um, so it's like the second day I'm in Japan or so, and it was my first day at the Wrestle One Dojo. So I get there first day in Tokyo, and we're it's the evening sometime, and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna go out and like get something to eat, whatever. I don't have like the little hotspot box or anything, so my phone doesn't work outside of Wi Fi there. So I'm literally just me being just my dumb self trying to just navigate Japan Tokyo with no technology <laughs> like I'm just walking around just yeah and um just trying to find food but I, I I managed pretty well I started to figure out my own little system of working things over there and so I go i get I think that day I might have got ramen for the first time or something and then I'm coming back to the dojo which Everything there is trains and walking and whatever. So I'm walking back to the dojo, which is like a mile and a half worth of alleyways and stuff to get there from the train station. And as I'm walking, I see a bunch of the Wrestle 1 boys coming down. They got like a little crew, a couple of girls and stuff with them. And they're like, hey, you want to, do, you, do you want to come like eat with us, which I had just eaten, but it's also my second day there. And I'm not going to be rude. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can go snack on some stuff, whatever, like would love to. So I joined their little crew. We walked to this restaurant. I'm there. No idea what anything on the menu says. Uh, so they're like, they're trying to help me order and like whatever. And it seemed to be everything was sort of family style, shareable plates, whatever. Um, and then they asked me if I had, if I had ever had horse meat and I was like, Oh, is it the raw horse meat? You know, we start that conversation. Was, they were like, yeah. So then they order it for me. So it came out and it was cut. I don't know. It was kind of interesting way it was cut. It was kind of like slivers of it, whatever. And it had a raw quail egg. I can only assume just cause I don't know many other small eggs um, cause I'm uncultured, but it had a raw <laughs> quail egg on top of it too. And then you just like mix it up, mix up the quail egg with the raw horse meat and just down the hatch. And so they order it, I'm eating it. And of course, like we would do with anyone we took to try a hot dog for the first time here in America or whatever it is we eat. They are just like on the edge of their seats, just like watching me eat like, uh, <laughs> raw horse meat. So I mix it up, I eat it, and then they're like, of course, like, oh, do you like it, whatever, and I liked it and stuff, and then it got to this point to where they just started ordering all sorts of things. Just like, bring Alex everything, and let's just watch him eat it. That's what it became, it, and um, I ate a bunch of different stuff and of course, every time they're just asking my opinion on it, every, every bit of it, I like none of it. I know what it, what it is. And I can't even like tell you what any of it is even. And then, so finally this dish comes and it's got, it's, it's like a bowl, but it's got like some premedically sealed sort of lid thing on it, but it's like a actual like glass bowl it was a weird sort of thing. And it comes and then they were like, when you eat this, like, don't don't smell it, just eat it. It's like, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> that's exactly what you want to hear. Right? So, so I pick it, I open the lid or whatever. And I was like, well, there's the, there goes the don't smell it part. Cause that's inevitable. Um, just having a nose in the restaurant, you're going to smell this. So, um, so I start, I start picking it up with the chopsticks and it's like, it looks like a movie prop. How like gooey and like stringed goop it was, and it's like brown, but then the goo on it is like so. Whatever the sustenance is is like brown, like brown, but then the goo is like clear, and it's just like super stringy and just sticky and goopy or whatever. And of course, it smells like death. And so I take a bite of it or whatever, and they're like, oh. <laughs> and I was like eating it and I'm tasting it or whatever. And it just reminded me consistency wise, kind of, but flavor wise, it kind of reminded me of like cottage cheese, which I like. Uh, Tony does not. It seems. <laughs> uh, so, so, <laughs> so I, I try it and it kind of tastes like cottage cheese and I'm, you know, tasting it, kind of taking it in. And then I go back and I just get a bigger bite of it. Cause the first bite you always kind of like, test the waters right which was still like a adequate bite considering i'm picking the stuff with up with chopsticks anyway and i'm white as all hell and so i'm taking a bite and you know and i taste it and i I get a bigger bite and they go oh (laughs) (laughs) and i look around and then the guy who had ordered it for me goes you like and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." He was like, "Oh, I hate." And I'm like, "What are you doing <laughs> to me, guy?"
3: <laughs> so they had
4: they had like gotten through like the menu portion of just like, "Here's some interesting things for you." And now they're to the portion of the menu where they're like, "Let's just fuck with this guy." Yeah, so it was great. Did you ever find out what it was? <laughs> it was some sort of fermented something. I don't know um exactly what it was, but it was definitely just something rotting. And I was just eating it. Was this before or after you got sick? Uh, Yeah, that was before. I did not get – I didn't get any – like, I know know a lot of people going over there that get a lot – well, I mean, going anywhere, traveling internationally, anywhere. You get, like, uh, some people get stomach problems or dietary issues. I was very fortunate didn't run into any of that despite trying my damnedest through the uh, variety of menus. Like, I ate everything, like, anyone offered me. Uh I didn't like everything that I tried there. Right. Um but I definitely still tried it. And for the most part tried everything more than once, you know. Um but I never ran into like any stomach problems, thankfully, or anything like that, because that's just hard to work with, you know, when you're when you're wrestling. So um <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, the sickness was definitely just very flu like and and hit, hit me hard. But I I was able to later Fly my girlfriend over Um, at the end of the tour. She got to watch my last show in Japan. And then I extended my trip, rerouted my flight, extended my trip from like nine days, got us a hotel. So we weren't, I wasn't staying in the dojo. Uh, She doesn't qualify. And then, um, (laughs) and then, and then, uh, yeah, so we just hung out for nine days. And then she and I both got sick. Oh, that was the second time we got sick and we just like, we had so many things we wanted to do. And a lot of times, you know, you have flu or something like that. And you can kind of just, we can push through, you know, just wash our hands and don't be rude about it. And just, you know, go through. But we were so sick that we just like, there was like three of those days we were just in the hotel. Like it was hard enough to want to leave to go get food. It was brutal. Yeah.
1: Alex, I promise you we're a professional wrestling podcast, but this popped up in the chat and I got to ask you. Let's it. go.
4: Yeah. From Kate, here you go. Second favorite fast food chain. Oh, Oh, man. That's tough. Hmm. You know what? Like, people aren't even going to know it because it's, like, fairly local to the Kentucky area. And it's not far off of Taco Bell anyway. Um, If it were a national thing like Taco Bell, then it might even take over for number one. But, Ooh. yeah, yeah, it is called Taco Tico. I don't heard know if anyone's them. ever heard of Taco yep. Tico. But yeah, I love it, love them, they're awesome, and they're always like super good to me because they know I'm a regular. So they're like, this guy keeps our lights on, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not just that one branch either, it's like, yeah, it's a problem when I'm back home. <laughs> when I'm back home in Kentucky, i mean a lot of Taco Tico as well. I try not to, I'm hiding in my car, you no know, one sees the logo on the taco and you're like, he's not eating Taco Bell. He's get rid of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: How, how do you do it? How do you eat all this, this Taco Bell and stay so fit?
4: So I'm, uh, you know, a gift and a curse in a way I am naturally very a scrawny human being. So I have to outrun my metabolism by an excess of calories. So if I stop eating, a lot of calories and stop eating a lot of Taco Bell and stuff, I just immediately start shrinking. And it was actually very hard for me to, I think I lost, I can't remember what it was. It was some crazy weight that I lost when I went to Japan. Granted, I got sick, so that didn't help. But just, I mean, really, the food there is so clean, it was hard for me to get it like excess calories. In. It was just like, you. you would have to eat 16 pounds of vegetables to get enough calories to outrun it, you know.
0: Do they have a Taco Bell in Japan, and is it I, different?
4: I visited, was it two or three different Taco Bells in Japan? I even reviewed a Taco Bell in Japan on my YouTube channel, which was very cool because uh, a fan like saw me as I'm in Taco Bell reviewing it, and they like walked up and introduced themselves, and we had a whole chat and stuff, which was super cool. Uh, and they are different. They are quite different. So is McDonald's, so is Burger King. Everything there is a just slightly different some different menu items and stuff like Taco Bell has some weird sort of meat that's like a i can't remember what it's called now horse look it up <laughs> right, yeah, raw horse taco um, yeah. <laughs> but it was definitely some little like marinated meat, and I don't remember maybe it was beef or something, but it was it was different and they they did a few menu items with that. Their menu was much more limited. I know one taco Bell, I took some of the uh wrestle one boys to a taco bell because they had never had it right because there's only i think maybe four in all of japan or something like that if that wow yeah and luckily one of them is connected to the tokyo dome and i wrestled at corrigan hall which is connected to the tokyo dome i wrestled there several times so i got to hit taco bell pretty frequently and um, the taco bell that took the wrestle one boys to which it was only this Taco Bell and I don't know why it was, but the cheese on the taco was in little star shapes. Like it was cookie cutted with stars and there were tiny stars. I was like, what is this? This looks like it's in like a child's lunchable or something. It was great. (laughs) But yeah, we, yeah, we went there. I I ate quite a bit of Taco Bell. as in Japan, all things considered. Yeah. I I tracked them down. They couldn't hide them. They tried. Sounds delightful. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, what else did I eat in Japan? I, I really like the hot pots in Japan. I don't know if anybody's familiar with those, but they're like these. Yeah, when you
0: put them in. You put all just the raw big meat
4: boiling. Yeah, and you just start throwing vegetables and raw meat in. And those boys are just culturally, it's different over there, okay? Because this is not how uh, we work typically in America. But you got this. I'm talking huge pot boiling with whatever sort of broth, water gimmick in it, right? And then you're just throwing all this stuff in, and then the boys are just. Picking it straight out like it like it's just one plate like we had bowls and stuff like it was okay to like dip you some stuff out or whatever but now everyone's just going to town straight out of the same bowl.
0: Oh, it's, it's a wasted motion if you go to yeah
4: the right that just why do this like you go when you can go straight to the source yeah so we we're just down the gullet straight out of the same bowl it's pretty cool I pretty like cool that. little cultural thing yeah that was different culturally and then i did a japanese bathhouse, which was different because I don't usually bathe with a, a nude with a bunch of Japanese men, but I did that day. So that was interesting.
0: You know, back oh. in, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to show you how old I am. Back in the day, I specifically brought an uh, a Japanese wrestling tape off of our video because there was a match in a women's bathhouse. That's Death awesome. Man. And I think, I think Tarzan Godo was in it. I'm not sure. Nice. To look it up, but they wrestled through. A bathhouse, and you see a bunch of naked women. And eighteen-year-old Matt could not be more excited when this videotape showed up. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: that's awesome.
4: <laughs> yes, we all had our we we all ha- had our ways of seeing things that we wanted to see before technology made it so easy. On us, didn't? Definitely. Yeah, specific. it's yeah.
0: fuck. It's cr- it's wild. It's crazy. Really like wild. I can
4: see a Japanese women's bathhouse really easy now. Used to you had to order it on VHS from some weird website. Yes.
0: <laughs> Rumble, yeah. It's crazy town, USA. Now you just, you want to see Alex Zane wrestle? Just pop that shit in the YouTube and
4: that's right. Yeah, you don't have to. Come up. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And so the day I went to that bathhouse, so this was kind of cool. I got to stay at the Dragon Gate Dojo in Kobe, Japan. And I was there for close to two weeks. And I had actually at this time, I believe was like when I just had gotten over my like being sick, and super nice dojo, super super cool experience, and just Kobe's different. It's like being in a different country that's still Japan somehow. It's very weird. Um, they are more Americanized, and they they like almost pride themselves on it. And they have like a they have like a district. It's like a shopping district which that sells like a bunch of American stuff, and it's called. American bitch all right and and then that's what it's called it's like on the signs and stuff you know it's crazy um like it's not just like oh this is what they call it no it's like the name of it and then um and that's where I got to do the Japanese bathhouse and as we were going to the Japanese bathhouse like it was like the first night I was there maybe and one of the brothers was taking me there and I don't want to butcher his name. So I'll have to like tweet it out or something. So (laughs) he's, he's taken me to this Japanese bathhouse. And as we're walking up there, he's like, Oh, um, up the street, he was like, do you know Yakuza? And I was like, Oh yeah, cool. Like mob shit. Right. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he's, he's like, he's like, yeah, up the street. It's like a Yakuza compound, like it's like where they stay or whatever. And I was like, what? That's so amazing. Can I see it? And he was like, no. (laughs) He's (laughs) like, you are not taking your white ass up there and getting shot. Um, And I was like, so then I start like probably annoying him, unfortunately, um, about wanting to see the damn thing for a couple of days. And he's like, he's like, okay, I take you past the compound. We walk on the opposite side of the street and you, no look. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, okay, I won't look at it. Like, I'll just, like, side-eye it. <laughs> and um, so he takes me by it, and um, we're walking up by it. And it, was, it was super, like, movie-esque, too. It was, like, this weird, like, industrial-looking building, but people live there, and it's like, why do people live there? I guess that's part of being in a Japanese mafia of some sort. And then there was a cop car sitting out there with its lights on. And so, like we're just being almost like whispering as if they're going to hear us from across the street. Um, but I, like, I was like, why is there a cop car? And he was like, Oh, there's some, some sort of internal Yakuza thing was going on at that time. And they were at like war with each other. So the cop would sit out there to make sure shit didn't hit the fan. It was crazy. I was like, sucks to be that one cop. Cause shit does hit the fan. What is he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a goner. And uh, we're walking back and then he, that's when he informed me that there was a so Lawson's and 7-Eleven are very popular things in Japan and they like on like on every corner. It's like an under, understatement. They're like be across the street. A 7-Eleven is across the street from a 7-Eleven. Like it's crazy. Um, and there's a 7-Eleven like right there like nearby. And he's like, hey. If I'm ever not with you, because he knows that I'm an idiot and I like just go run amuck in <laughs> all of Japan, um, with no technology on me or anything, and he's like, if I'm ever not with you and you're in the store, and you see men with suits come in the store and other patrons, patrons living, leaving the store, he's like, you leave the store. If they leave the store, you leave the store. Like if everyone just hordes out of the. 7-eleven and goes and stands outside you do the same thing and it was some i don't know if it's like a respect thing or like a fear thing or something but when the mafia when the yakuza's come in the store you piss off till they're done shopping and when they leave the store you can go back in and you don't like look at them and watch them and shit alex so i never <laughs> actually uh was ever in the store but i did walk by one time when there were an interesting number of people outside of the store, and loitering and thing is just not a uh, part of Japanese culture. <laughs> like it's not a thing that happens. So they were standing outside the store, and I was like, "Oh, I bet there's some like suited up kuzes in there." And I was just like, "Don't go." go. Don't go. <laughs> keep, keep, walking. keep walking, Alex. Keep walking. Keep walking. Yeah, it was hard to do, but I kept. Don't walking. look. Look a little. Yeah. Don't look. <laughs> look, look. Stop, looking. Stop looking. Stop looking. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, And Kobe was just super cool, and we also—I think that's where—I think in Kobe, and again, I would butcher the name if I tried to say it, but they have a light festival that, um, and I believe it's to celebrate the lives lost. I mean, not the lives lost, but the lives of the people who died in some of the, was it the, uh, uh, tsunamis. Like, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, like, it's like Christmas lights. Right. It, but it's the whole city. Like, it's insane. Like, it's insane to see. Like, I took a lot of video and stuff of it. Um, and you're just walking through these big light structures. But it's like the whole city's blocked off. And like a million people. But that's not even an exaggeration. Like, a million people are walking together. And it's super beyond it peaceful compared to anything that would ever be over a couple thousand people in America. <laughs> like, it's like, super, super chill and um, just like super respectful and stuff. And it was just so cool to see. So Linda Mann, whose name I wouldn't but- butcher, uh, he took me through there. Yeah, it was super cool.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, we're on the, the line. Alex Zane. Alex Zane Sauce on Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv slash Alex Zane. He's got his YouTube channel as well. He just got his name back, kind of, sort of
4: sort of a little bit Amen. and he's
0: out there he's out there crushing it this friday night gcw get lost a lot at the melrose ballroom he's taking on ar fox pwg sunday crazy six-man action willie mack on the 30th in los angeles uh west coast pro against the hammerstone the meat castle yeah and then the one i'm looking forward to the most uh will osprey november november october 17th uh yeah. in philadelphia at the new japan strong um before we let you go, because we have taken up a, a large chunk of your time, and I'm sure you're a very busy man. Taco yeah, Bell waits for no one.
4: I have, that's where that's true. I have been, I have been very busy, but this has been an awesome conversation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel bad if anyone tuned in thinking they were going to get like NXT dirt or.
4: Uh, <laughs> sorry, you're going to We're not sorry. This is fantastic. Uh, and dodging the yakuza. Who,
0: who's, <laughs> who's left on the? Uh, on the indie uh, on the indie checklist for you like who haven't you gotten a chance to step in the ring with
4: mm, that is a good question there's a lot of like really talented people out there i know a lot of people are wanting to see me me and uh that dante leon uh i don't know why i say it like a french person or something and then oh. uh, yeah. and then ninja mac a lot of people want to see that one um so they're new to the radar i really want to do something with cole radrick he was a person that was on the bucket list originally before um i got signed alex hammerstone was something i wanted to do ar fox was something i wanted to do um so there's plenty i wanted to do i wanted to run it back with trey miguel because we did something in iw mid-south a while back um like before I ever even popped off and stuff. So I always wanted to run it back as singles with him. And then uh, I wouldn't mind doing a singles too with Myron Reed cause he's incredible. And just uh, like I said, we haven't got to work nearly as much as I would assume we would have been GCW boys, but yeah. And then Jordan Oliver was on that list too, but now check
0: checklist don checklist. what about uh what about uh someone like a buddy murphy
4: oh of course yeah buddy murphy and the malachi blacks granted he's not specifically indie, but like at that point like the list is endless really like right. yeah in a way i want to work everyone you know um what's the kid's name he's uh he's up north northeast marcus
0: marcus crane
4: no, it's a mark. He's he's a new flippy kid that's that's around. Actually, I was just tagged in a tweet. I'm using my phone for this. So I would, these are the sort of things I like side eye when I'm on podcasts and like don't let people know I'm like <laughs> checking so I can just seem super like on top of my shit. Like, oh yeah, Marcus. It's like Marcus Mathers or something like that. Marcus. Something. Eminem. And yeah, yeah, not Marshall, but I think because that's what I think of every time I hear it. And I don't know if I'm saying the wrong name because that's what's in my brain all the time. But yeah, yeah that kid. I um, like to do stuff with him. There's a lot of just younger talent, too, that I think uh, doesn't get quite the rub that that they deserve, too. And uh, I would love to mix it up with them. Um, like, there's a kid. I, I mean, he's he's been around for a while, too. But uh, he's someone that We've had a few matches and stuff like that. I just think he's so good. And he's down in like the Tennessee area. And I'm just like, it's like just a matter of time. And his name's Toby Farley. Uh, super good, super good dude, too.
0: Is there a, uh, and I'm only thinking about this because you have the Mint on cards behind you. And mm-hmm. I just got my Mint on card brand new Hayabusa figure. And uh, I, I know, I know he is no longer with us, but man. So that is
4: one of my all-time favorite wrestlers ever, and he is the reason I wrestle in tabby boots, the split-toed gimmicks. Yeah, nice. Um, Yeah, so that's a fun fact. I have three of the Hayabusa action figures. They are not in this room, or I would show them to you. Um, But yeah, yeah, love, love Hayabusa. Super big influence. If you haven't noticed uh, (laughs) by my recklessness.
1: Hayabusa was my go-to uh, player in uh, virtual pro wrestling, too, for N64.
4: Nice. Yes. So I, he was, yes. He's the
1: leader of my stable. The Red right Alert.
4: Yeah. Oh, Oh. <laughs> nice. nice. I love it. I love it. Yep. Uh, Suplex Wrestling just released a couple Hayabusa shirts. And uh, I haven't gotten to order one yet, but I got to get one of those because those are sick. And they're actually, like, like licensed by his estate and stuff. So it's super cool that, you know, the 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 people, the rightful the rightful people are still getting some of the cut off that. So I, I like to see that right now. Like that Bob Ross bullshit, right? Yeah. What's with that nonsense? I, saw I watched that, that, docu- documentary. that documentary pissed me the fuck off. My, so I'm huge into documentaries, love documentaries, watch all sorts of documentaries. My man. I usually love like weird documentaries. I could give you a, a list, but,
0: um, I'm going to be all up in them DMS looking for yeah, that. List.
4: Yeah. Le- yeah. I'll let you know. Like I'm super like, uh, I Think We're Alone Now, Not Your Typical Bigfoot Movie, yep, Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, all these like, yep. wacky ones, whatever. Um, the one about the guy who lost his leg, and then he had to like fight to get his leg back or whatever, and it's like someone found it. Someone found a human leg, basically, and then it was just this man's leg, and then he had to go get his leg back. Finder's Keepers, I think is what it's called. Check it's Yeah, that one's interesting. Check that one out. Um, but anyway my girlfriend super into the documentaries uh, and shares my same weird taste. And she was like, Hey, like we should watch this Bob Ross documentary. And I had, we had just heard about it together. And I was like, I don't know if I like, I feel like it's going to be another one of those where I watch it and I'm just bothered by it for the next three days. And I just want to cuss the people out or something. So I, I passed, I passed on that. And I think I made the right decision because I don't need this sort of negative energy in my life.
0: It's very frustrating.
4: That's very frustrating.
0: On the flip side, though, if you have the Peacock app, there is a channel. I do have a Peacock
4: app. Marcus Mathers is awesome. That's what she just said. Yeah. Shout out to Alyssa. She is, she's the best. She, uh, she helps me a lot, keep up with a lot of nonsense about myself. Anyway, so, so that documentary is on Peacock? No,
0: but there's a, they have the channels and there's a channel specifically dedicated to Bob Ross.
4: Oh,
0: every one of his, uh, every one of his episodes, you can watch him paint. All day, if you want.
4: That's super cool. Unfortunately, I, the wrong people are probably getting paid for those numbers, unfortunately.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So which I'll just is, go
4: torrent them illegally. I'm torn because <laughs> I like both. to fall
0: asleep to Bob Ross while he's talking about happy little trees. My mind just, you know. Uh, right. Goes, I
4: get it. I get it. Bob Ross is, you know, he's an angel. Um,
0: I'll, say, I'll tell you a documentary. The only documentary that I've been chasing that I've never gotten to see is a documentary called The Bridge.
4: The Bridge. What is that one about? It's
0: about people who jumped off the golden gate bridge to try and kill themselves oh. and they survived what and they have and they show footage of them. i don't know they have footage of them because they have all the fucking traffic cameras on the bridge right and it's all like spliced in and i've never been able to see that uh because it's super hard to find but that's oddly
4: the- enough as as avoided as the bob ross documentary was because i didn't want negatives in my life that one sounds interesting probably I because mean, they survived right but like man that's crazy yeah i'm gonna have to i'll yeah, I'll, they, I'll find it because i'm pretty decent at the yeah, they deep, talk to deep like deep people research. who like
0: that like got on the bridge and then decided not to jump and they talked nice. to them. why Interview did you then. decide not to do this yeah.
4: yeah so i wonder if the golden the golden gate got some mystical powers like there's one bridge somewhere is that in los yeah. angeles it's called like suicide bridge like not obviously right. <laughs> like you know not really but like people call it that and it's and it's kind of crazy because when you go, like I've been across the bridge a couple of times and it's like super pretty. And I'm like, I, this, this is the type of place that would that would talk me off the bridge if I came here. I'd be like, this is kind of cool to look at. I'm not going to uh, die about it. So, yeah, like crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I, I wish more people would uh, decide against it.
0: I also enjoy Grizzly Man.
4: Yeah, that was a super good one in the audio. So crazy at the end.
0: Tough, tough yeah. I mean
4: that's you uh, yeah, not for the, live with
0: bears, pal, they're yeah. not like a dog,
4: they're not super cool about it, and that they're don't bears. fuck with cats was really good, <laughs> what was it?
0: don't fuck with cats oh, oh,
4: that one, yeah, that one was super good, where they like some vigilante justice type shit, that was a good yeah. one, um man, another another decent one just ran through my brain, now, uh, uh, shut up, little man, have you seen that one?
3: oh, what's that Yo,
4: about? so. This was like viral before viral was a thing. There was It was in San Francisco from what I remember. There's like a, a group of younger dudes that have like become roommates in this place. And you know how San Francisco is. Everything's kind of stacked on top of each other, whatever. And their neighbors who are share a conjoined wall there were these two men who live together as roommates. But they're older men. And they just like cussed each other out and fought all the time so it, eventually amongst this younger group of men became this like i don't know comedic relief for them and they say they started recording it and this is like <laughs> before the internet so they start recording it and then they start dubbing it on these like um on the uh like uh cassette tapes and then they, they like it starts it literally finds its way around america everyone knew about it and heard these things it was like a super big like thing this like underground tape trading of cassette tapes. And it was and it was called Shut Up Little Man because one of them, that's what was a very common phrase that the guy yelled at the other guy. And then they finally track them down and like are interviewing them and stuff. They find them and stuff. Yeah, it's super cool. And like, there was like plays and stuff like made based on the cassette tapes. But the people at the time were like, they never even knew like when they find them and interview them they never even knew that any of this had happened. They didn't know like oh we're recording like low key famous even though no one knows who we are. Yeah, crazy. Crazy cool. Yeah, check that one out. That's
0: fantastic. I'm going to have to look all this up.
4: Yeah, 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 me too. Me too. I got a couple now to look up myself.
0: Yeah. we'll uh, we'll go back. We'll we'll, we'll talk yeah, off.
4: Share the list. Yeah, yeah. have yeah. oh, absolutely- have you have you heard of this Letterboxd app? Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, so I got that, and I'm trying to put together like a list of my documentary uh, favorites, so that so that I can just hit people with a list, a comprehensive list. Uh, Cinemania was a good one. Anyway, yeah, I could go on forever. You ever <laughs> seen the the, <laughs> uh,
0: the thirty seconds 30 seconds from Mars one?
4: Oh no! no Where Jared
0: haven't. Leto, they are trying to get the rights to their own music, and. Oh they're still touring and they're all broke because they don't have the rights to their music. It's fucking, it's wild. It's a really good documentary.
4: That sounds, that sounds cool. That sounds super cool. I like, cool. A, I yeah. like
0: a good music documentary. <laughs> like I could watch that Eagles documentary about a thousand. There's a
4: really good, uh, music documentary. Sugar, Searching for sugar, man. Check that one out.
0: I've seen that on Netflix. I watched oh, the, yeah. uh, super good. What else? I watched that, uh, the what do they call
4: it the black woodstock it was on hulu that was really good oh, i haven't seen that one either yeah have to check that put the Boom. list on twitter always look yes. for new documentaries i will i will yeah. I, yeah i'll share once i get that uh letterbox list up i'll i'll share it on there so people can even follow it so when i'm updating the list like it nice. uh, it updates in real time technology so cool wish that audio <laughs> worked when i started this podcast
0: that's okay well look it took a couple of tr- times but we got you on there uh at Alex Zane Sauce on twitter and instagram uh twitch.tv backslash alexzane uh youtube should just search out Alex Zane. he's doing all sorts of great things gcw will be in new york area this weekend pwg back out in los angeles thursday hope- and
4: friday there's emo night on thursday yes yeah. i'll be there for that too the yeah 23rd well, of october it's a melrose i believe yeah yeah. yeah, listen to yeah. some
0: Fallout. Listen to some Fallout Boy. With
1: yeah,
4: Alex. and watch me wrestle.
0: I didn't see who. Do you know your
4: wrestling? Thursday? I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, but whoever it is is just getting sauced, brother getting lost in the sauce
0: (laughs) everyone gets the sauce he's got a full slate of of stuff coming up again i cannot wait for you and will osprey i'm so excited and hopefully the world starts to open up again because i think you're a perfect candidate for the best of the super juniors thank you Uh, thank you and i'm super excited to see where that goes it's been an absolute pleasure alex anything you want to say for your to, to your fans before you uh before you go about your night uh you know, looking for phone crunchers and.
4: Right, that's definitely what I'm gonna do. I feel like I should probably just plug like the merch and stuff, got all the merch in, stuff like that. I got new shirts coming and the first time anyone's gonna see them will be in New York this weekend. And that is because that's where they're gonna be. There's a whole, there's a whole whole shipping issue. (laughs) So, so it's not really an issue, there's timing, timing wise. I'd be shipping them to me while I'm here in Orlando, while I'm leaving to New York, then LA where I'm staying in LA, then Atlanta and Alabama and all that stuff I have coming up. So I won't even be home again until October 3rd. Once I leave for this weekend, I don't even get home again until October 3rd, at which point the shirts would be sitting in my house. I'm glad I explained this to you because I'm sure you needed this information, but new shirts, brand new shirts, not body by Taco Bell shirts. This is a hoodie. This is the only hoodie I have of its kind at right now. And it is small. Um, but, I think I think I have a body by Taco Bell.
0: I think that's false advertisement, sir.
4: No, we both do. No, that's no, the beauty of it. I would
0: fucking kill to have your body. If it's I very, it's a Bell. very
4: inclusive body type, and that's right. you know that's what we like. Yes, yes.
0: You make me take off my shirt. Hey, Don't let's do it.
4: Let's get, let's get naked. I'm all <laughs> scabbed up. Actually, I'm all scabbed up. Thanks a lot, Kurt Stallion. You have a hell of a hand uh, chopping me up. I'm all scabbed up. You look like a weirdo.
0: welcome to the wrestling industry
4: welcome to the wrestling (laughs) i got some weird scab on my shoulder too i don't even know what happened there yeah just doing wrestles i was doing wrestles and now i hurt
0: well go rest up heal up you have a big big next couple of weeks this was an absolute pleasure we had a great time i hope you did too and anytime you want to come back on and shoot the shit and talk about the yakuza yeah, uh,
4: there's plenty left to talk about, I guess. I, cause gotta, I don't. Uh, know once we do that. these,
0: once we watch these documentaries, we got to touch base
4: and, and. Yeah, let's just cover documentaries on an episode.
0: The fu- I. You know what? I am hundred percent in. I will fucking
4: let's do it. Let's like
0: that. up and we'll just talk about documentaries. That's my
4: sense of partnering too, because I don't like drink or anything. So I'm just like, I'm gonna watch a documentary, listen to an audiobook, so get wild, you know. Drink a baja blast, perhaps. Oh, yeah. shit. Baja Blast. Do you yeah.
0: prefer the Baja Blast over the regular Mountain Dew?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you? Here we go again. Uh, have you tried the Baja <laughs> Flash, which is the new, the new, uh, it's, what is it? Pineapple? Ugh, Pineapple? Coconut? No. Well, first. I do. I enjoyed it. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's that- not at Taco Bell. It's, a, it's in like the cans or whatever.
0: What about that? What's that Mountain Dew voodoo?
4: I haven't tried that yet. And then I just saw that they are coming out with a Flaming Hot yeah. branded Mountain Dew. I don't know. I don't think Psychotic. Yeah. won't yeah, no. Am if I, I going to try find, it? Yeah.
0: If I can find a rain jalapeno strawberry, I get it every time.
4: Mm, you like the spicy drink. Weird.
0: It's really not that spicy. The burps yeah, I think, hurt more than the going
4: down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, I think that's the perfect <laughs> way to end this interview. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> it hurt. The burps hurt more than it does going down. That, Alex Zane, lesson. everybody. Add Alex Zane Sauce on the Twitter, Instagram. Follow him, twitch.tv, Alex Zane. Catch him all weekend. GCW on site TV. PWG, you know the rules with the PWG. You got to wait for the greatness, people.
4: You got to wait for the great.
0: All right. Maybe Joe uh, – what's his name? Joe K? Joe?
4: Joe the Joe gift K? master? No. Oh right! Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Follow the follow the gift master. He's gonna have tons of crazy shit from uh, Alex Zane doing six thirties, eight fifties, damn straight. Eight thousand. I don't even know what
4: that is, but when I I do,
0: I'm just making up fucking numbers as we go. Alex
4: Zane, enjoy the rest of your night. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Much love. Thanks, Alex. Peace later,
0: guys. All right, the sauce, Alex Zane. What an interview. Tony, how you doing over there, buddy?
2: I uh, got a little bit of gas left in the tank.
0: All right. All right. Let's take a little commercial break. We'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll talk about a little this and that. If you got to you know, go to bed or change your uh, depends, whatever you need to do over there. Mm.
1: <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look, look at that little cheap shot right out of nowhere.
0: Out of left field. I come on, man. My wife broke her goddamn hump to get everybody to that baseball game on fucking Saturday. And this motherfucker complained the whole time.
1: I think, well, Matt, to to his credit, he did have, like, three angry orchards.
0: I'm just busting his balls. It was a fucking fantastic time. Uh, Tony, do you want to do the thing?
2: What thing is that, Kevin?
0: Oh, what is this? Uh, back after this.
2: We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to amazon.shiningwizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards.
4: So grab a lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. You're recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every week on rantemradio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher,
2: TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork dot and TermBubbleThrowbacks
0: if you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world then give us a listen every sunday anywhere you get podcasts at least till zuckerberg and twitter jack de us
4: and as always we're proud members of the shining wizards network
2: tired of the pc police telling you what you can and cannot say want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s with a badass host have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us.
4: WLWstudios.com, home of The Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody.
2: Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
4: up wrestling fans you want something awesome check out wrestling night in canada here on the shining wizards network where three canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling every episode we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well so grab a cold one and check out wrestling night in canada hey
2: are you tired of being uninformed together we can change all of that Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at ten fifteen p.m. on rantemradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us.
3: Join the Mark Order Podcast.
2: Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find
1: you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh,
2: I'm Alan.
1: Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah right, the that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was. We shared the room. Shared a room. Shared a room. I right. thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go yeah. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah.
0: We should do a podcast
1: then. We have. We do we do a we podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called?
0: The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... What do we do?
1: You spell it with a K. So, you take it easy.
0: All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, what am I doing here? Ah, working the old. Uh, what am I doing here? God dang it. There we go. We're back. Uh, nice little commercial break there. Uh, we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast for as little as $1 a month. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. $3 a month gets you bonus episodes. $5 a month gets you uh, shout-outs on the show, bonus episodes, and we'll promote uh, any form of social media, podcast where do you have going on. Uh, on this show, $10, $20, $15, anything over the $10 range gets you a box of wizardry every three months. We send you a box of goodies full of T-shirts, DVDs, stickers, magnets, uh, brawlers, any kind of fun shit I can find in the world of uh, the world of professional wrestling. Coasters, fun coasters. Oh, yeah. Wrestling related coasters. I find all sorts of knickknacks, uh, Christmas ornaments and paddy yeah, and a paddywhack. Uh, so we're going to start with the Queen of the Shining Wizards, Kathy Hummer, uh, the King, Mr. Manny uh Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP, uh, Sean Toe and Sean Calejo, uh, Ryan Schlong from the Mark Order Podcast, uh, Brett Simonello. What do you hear?
2: What do you say?
0: Uh, Catherine Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com, Mark Order Podcast, Fightful, Sour Graps, uh, Wegmans, uh, Jiffy Lube. She works everywhere. She's doing it all. Kate's doing a thousand fucking things. So, uh, to follow Kate uh, over there on the Twitter machine. If you, you need
2: a lube job, Kate's your lady.
0: All right. If you need your oil oh, change, Kate, check your oil, and then she'll tell you about uh breaking news that Sean Ross Sapp just gave her. So check that <laughs> out. Uh, Matt Carifo, <laughs> no relationship to the K, J, G. His uh, coming Mel- up. Maddie Mellinger, whose birthday I believe was yesterday or today. So, uh, happy birthday, Maddie happy birthday, Matt. Not to be outdone by Mark Perloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Christine Friesendorf. Happy uh, birthday, Kenny, Christine. Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinkmore. Uh, Jay Kopp, the Big Cop of Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, who also, I think he had a birthday Saturday. Happy birthday, Tommy. The Thomas Kopp? Yeah, the Mott Spock. Uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch. Uh, The Bergman, the LeBron James of Mattel elite figure collecting, Kerry Cowling, Brendan Haney, and last, but certainly not least, his pal Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at HarvestmanRecords.Bandcamp.com. Mr. William Mercier, Jr.
1: Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands if, if, and only if, daddy,
0: you know what I mean.
1: Kevin, a little, put a little spin on
0: it there. Kevin, I know, I know what you mean. Tony, All right, Tony, got to go to you for this. Okay, it's been a long time. I am, I am. uh Yes, way behind. Way behind. Okay, I haven't watched any NWO. It's the old NWO for life. I haven't watched any NWA, uh that since old boy. Booger Eater. Um, he won the world title. So we are on the road to, by any means necessary, taking place October 24th in Oak Grove, Kentucky. I think Billy Corgan literally threw a dart at a map, and this is where he decided to have a pay-per-view.
2: What's wrong with Kentucky? I don't understand.
0: Um, have you ever been to Kentucky?
2: No, but I'm sure the good people of Kentucky, the Kentuckians. Yeah, well, Alex Zane Alex, Alex
1: seems very fond of Kentucky.
0: I mean, if he grew up in Kentucky, I mean, he's got a right to feel that way. I know he's currently residing in Orlando, Florida. Look, I just think, look, I can't, I, I don't, I can't even tell you a city in Kentucky. Lexington.
2: Lexington? Well, there That's you it. go, stupid.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I never think of Kentucky as Louis. Is Louisville in Kentucky? Yeah. Yes. All right, never mind. Disregard. I know too. <laughs> I know <two> cities. <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna shut up now. Holy shit! All right, but any by any means necessary is taking place on October 24th. As of right now, we have one match announced: Crimson and Jacks Dane in a steel cage.
2: In a cage, really? That's a big right. step up from last week. Now, this note
0: that I pulled, and just so you two jerk offs know, mm. I oh, don't write the notes. I just copy and paste everything from the observer. Well,
2: mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like on the show that we fucking go behind the scenes so much. You well, fucking no, get, you guys know, you gave yelling, us notes and we were happy to use the notes. Don't yelling spoil? Yelling and screaming
0: you made it sound like I wrote the notes out.
2: You did. You gave us 15 pages of handwritten notes. I don't
0: I don't got time to write notes, brother.
2: They're all here. Look at all the Matt's handwriting. They're all over.
0: Here. <laughs> but uh <laughs> As of right now, Tony, let me know how you feel about this. Kevin, feel free to chime in. The event will air on Fight TV, but not live. (gasps) Why? Because Booger Eater is going to have such a terrible fucking match. They're going to have to end. Oh,
2: come on. (laughs) How dare you? How dare
0: you? What's going on in the the world, show, Matt? I'm sorry, Kevin? What's the date of the show? October 24th. All right, so...
1: If I'm not mistaken, I believe Impact is is also running that weekend for Bound for Glory live, but their show isn't starting until ten because of uh, of uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on that night that weekend. It might be the 23rd, but uh, but it's uh, yeah, that doesn't seem too crazy
0: for me. Let's see October. Well you looked that up, Tony?
2: <laughs> what?
0: What you? I need to get caught. I haven't been watching the NWA, bro. I've been fucking super swamped.
2: Right, You're well, the NWA guy. I don't. I don't have a lot of notes, but this is this is what I can recall from my notes. And there were a few other things that I can absolutely remember. Uh, Kratos and Stevens are in the NWA number one. Uh, cont- well, they're in the challenges tournament. I don't understand how you can win a tournament and be a number one contender if you really think about it logically. Uh, I'm getting annoyed in my old age when people call it that. Why don't you just say, this is the tournament for the next for the people who are going to get the next shot, or a tournament to decide who's going to face the champions at, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, aside from that, Kratos seems to have taken over the reins on the tag team. Now, we remember uh, the tag team came together when uh, Aaron Stevens – Needed a partner, and he brought in his partner. Who was supposed to be, um, oh Jesus Christ. Um, why can't I think of his name? Josephus's uh, alter ego. The question mark that's wow. it. I know so you're never...
0: actually talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus. He <laughs> said, Oh Jesus Christ.
2: Yes, it's Jesus. It was it was Aaron Stevens and Jesus that won the uh, tag titles. So it was Aaron Stevens who brought in Kratos as like his uh, mercenary, if you want to call him that. But now Kratos calling Stevens out, taking the mic from him when they had their mic time with Mae Valentine and said, you know, I see fire in your eyes, but you're afraid there's something holding you back. You just got to man up and let it go and this and that. It was it was great. And Stevens is like, I got to start reevaluating things. So. Looks like maybe after all this hullabaloo where Stevens was turning face, he might actually be going like into a fucking badass, which I'm cool with. I-, I like the story. I think it's great. And they won their match. I forget who the fuck they beat, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, I think Kratos pretty much dominated. It might have been it might have been the Rude Boys. It was like Rudo and whoever else he fucking teams up with. Doesn't fucking matter. Kratos and Stevens move on. Uh, Matt. Yes. You hate Velvet Sky on commentary, right?
0: I'm not a big fan. You are correct.
2: Oh, you would have fucking castrated yourself if you had to hear her fucking doing commentary. Molina, it was fucking, it was dog shit. Like, you know, some dogs eat dog shit. Like, even dog, even shit eating dogs wouldn't eat this dog shit. It was fucking horrid, dude. Horrid. Is that the clip I saw where Camille attacked Molina? Yes. Okay. Yes. It was, it was after I got it. The match they commentated doesn't even fucking matter. But uh, Melina was talking shit about Camille or saying she said nice things, but not nice things. And then fucking Camille decked her. And all Velvet Sky could say was, oh, my God, she hit me, too. Fucking Melina's dead on the floor. Who gives a shit if she hit you? Shut the fuck up.
0: Uh, so, and, just- oh, my
2: God, you would have fucking killed yourself and everybody else in a fucking 20 mile radius of you if you had to fucking watch it. It was so bad.
0: So, just so you guys know, Tony's Amazon wish list full of Velvet Sky para- paraphernalia, eight by tens, T-shirts, whatever you could find that has Velvet Sky on it. Send it to Tony, please.
2: It's Velvet Time. Oh, fuck yourself! Wait, she says that? Yeah, that's her thing. It's whatever yeah. they say. It's like uh, Joe Galli, Tim Storm, and it's time. It's time. It's Velvet Time, and she even fucking does the hands. What? <laughs> like Gator? <Vader? laughs> no like velvet fuck no 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 no.
0: dang (laughs) who tony who who fuck no who do we think is lining who's trevor murdoch's uh, what's the deal with nick aldis what's his story
2: Uh, they had some sort of like fucking like uh you know you're the champion now and you know, you. I saw you, and he was like, you were a young kid when you came in, and Harley Race. And... I don't know, dude. Hmm. It was like they might as well just fucking started sucking each other off at the fucking podium. That's how, how it right. fucking... oh, okay. was. Were, they were literally just blowing. Look, it was good shit. It was the good shit. But they've done this a few times already. Like, they should have just started with this one, and then Nick Aldis could have been like, you know, like, when I come back, I'm coming for you. And, and you know, like – you know, you got, you got one over, on you know, they could have fucking worked it out, but I don't know, man. It was just like, you know, you're the man now dog and all that other shit. So
1: like Sean Connery and goodwill hunting or in uh finding <sighs> Forrester.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: You're the exactly. man now dog.
2: Oh boy. Yes. Velvet probably does smell like cat piss. She it, seems like that type.
1: I don't get that.
2: It doesn't matter. None of it or- matters. Fucking terrible. Nothing else matters. So we did. We did have a great three-way with um to decide the next challenger for. See to decide the next challenger for the television champion Tyrus, which is fine. So it was Jeremiah Plunkett, Scion. Which, by the way, I looked it up. It's it Scion is a noun. It's it means Asiatic wild dog. I don't know what the whatever do not look like a wild dog to me, but that's, that's Billy. What, what can I tell you? That's his creative juices. So Scion, Jordan Clearwater, and Jeremiah Plunkett. The match was good. They had Danny Deals there and Black G's and fucking Matt's favorite manager of all time, Austin Idol.
0: That guy sucks.
2: Well, here's what was supposed to happen, right? At one point, I think it was Danny Deals got up on the apron on the other. No, Austin Idol... No, Black G's got up on the apron on the other side while Scion had Clearwater in, like, a, I forget if it was a Boston Crab or what it was. The referee was supposed to jump up for that. The referee never jumped. Austin Idol fucking hit Clearwater in the face with something right right, right in front of the referee. I don't know if he saw it. And then the referee gets up to go get distracted, and it didn't matter at that point anyway because by the time he turned around, Jordan Clearwater was covered. Oh uh, No, Scion got hit. Scion was covered by Jordan Clearwater. Doesn't matter. Jordan Clearwater's getting his shot. And everybody on commentary, rightfully so, is bitching. Like, all they're doing is lining up Austin Idol's guys to keep challenging and failing against Tyrus. So I guess he could eventually get his Magnificent Seven so he can wind up challenging for the uh, NWA championship. So I don't know. It was a good match. The ending was kind of dog shit. But you want to talk about fucking Benny Hill music, dude. We might have to bring in fucking NWA for this one.
0: Oh, really?
2: Well- so here's what happens. It's Jack Dane and Crimson. And my don't fucking mind me, my voice is starting to go. Anyway, Jack Dane and Crimson. They were gonna do some manly shit. They didn't say what it was. They weren't having a match. They were having a fucking slap fight, dude. They were literally in the ring, like face to face. And Trevor Murdoch's out there. Trevor's so dusty roads in this in this fucking thing. Cause he's like giving them the instructions and shit. And they got even got fucking chalk. Like they're chalking up their hands, right? So fucking. Jax gets, his, gets the first shot on Crimson, and he fucking smacks the shit out of him. They even have the slow motion. It's fucking great. Oh, And fucking Crimson got a little fucking shook up by it, right? Crimson oh. fucking hauled off, dude, and he fucking knocked Jax Dane loopy. You fucking see his face. Motherfucker, like, eyes was like nobody home, dude. It was fucking crazy. So then it's time for Smack 2, and he says, fuck that shit, like, fucking superhuman, and he fucking jumps on him. Then he fucking jumps back fucking James storm and all these other fucking people strictly business comes out and it was so fucking comical. Like at one point Trevor Murdoch was looking to pair off with somebody and there was nobody left. So he's just walking around fucking lost and there's all this shit going on outside. I think fucking uh Judea's comes out with the fucking minister and the fuck everybody fucking came out, dude. It was fucking nonsense. It was so funny. Didn't really fucking make sense as to why, but it was fucking hysterical.
0: Who who, who's who's gonna who's gonna challenge Booger Eater Tony? Who do you think is lining up for this? Judas in my mind.
2: James Storm has got a thing going on with Judas right now, and I think uh, he like they're because he's really pushing. He wants the national title back. I don't know what's gonna happen with Chris Adonis or Tom Latimer. Um, I think they're bringing a lot of women in. Oh, that was another one. Fucking Paula wrestled uh, Marty Bell in one of two matches where if either Marty Bell. If if either Marty Bell or Allison K loses, she takes on Genocide next week. Then they have to wait, defend the tag belt. Wait,
1: Tony, Tony, you didn't you didn't answer his question. Who do you think is going to be challenging Booger Eater?
2: I said I don't know. I'm fucking giving you the lowdown, Kev. Can I talk? Right.
1: No, Jeez. I'm
2: just fuck, dude. No,
1: I was just, you didn't answer the question. That's all. To it answer to your question, world.
2: Matt, I don't know, and that's the NWA.
0: All right. That's the N W A.
2: That's 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 powered. There you go. Into the fire. Fuck me. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear your thoughts. Like I I I, I
1: guess I didn't hear that I don't know part, but you kept rattling off stuff and then went into stuff that didn't even involve the world title. So that, that, listen, I just wanted to know who you thought. That's all.
0: That's it. Moving on. Uh, right. Last last Monday night. Huge. Huge. Big, uh, you might say. Biggie cashing in his money in the bank contract. He said he was going to do it earlier in the day. Uh he ends up beating Bobby Lashley. Kevin, I'll go to you on this one. Thoughts right. on the Biggie cash-in and are you happy to see him as the WWE World Champion?
1: Yeah, 100% man. How could you not be? From all accounts, like the guy's like just a, a tremendous tremendous guy. He's earned it. Uh, and I don't want to say it's just, like, a, you know, a Mick Foley, Chris Benoit, like, earned it, you've been around for a while, good soldier, you got the world title. He's earned the world title. He's charismatic as fuck. He's a big-time player. He's uh, and, and now here's the one thing that I'm not 100% on board with. I'd rather see him win it in, like, a match as opposed to, like, the money in the bank, uh, you know, stipulation where he could just go and, you know, pick apart a wounded guy. Like to actually see him, like win it, like I, I at a hard fought uh, struggle. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. I'm not going to nitpick on it. Absolutely loved it, earned it. Uh, he's he he's going to run with it. I think he's going to be a big time player.
0: T Donk thoughts on the Big E.
2: Good for him. He deserved it.
0: Uh, how do you feel about people uh, not using wrestling terms properly and thinking this was hot shotted?
1: People are dumb. Well, how can it be hot-shotted when the stipulation of winning the money in the bank ladder match means you can do it whenever you want?
0: Oh, I don't disagree with you. I just think it's funny when people use wrestling terminology that they're not familiar with. Like, I don't think this is a hot shot. I think, to Kevin's point, this is what the money in the bank contract is. You can cash it in whenever and... From a a business standpoint and from a rating standpoint, you know, the first Monday night of Monday Night Football, Biggie puts it out during the day. It's it's must see TV. You want to tune in to watch that. Even if you're watching the football game, you're flipping back and forth between Monday Night Raw and week one of Monday Night Football just to see this because Biggie put it out early in the day. I'm cashing in tonight. So you just got to, you know, flip back and forth. Listen,
1: WWE is in a dogfight right now with AEW. I mean, they might still have like the the upper hand right now, but AEW is creeping up, uh, if not already kind of there. So like, you got to do what you can for the ratings. Like tonight, their main event is the New Day versus you know the Bloodline, if you will, for lack of a better term. So like, they're they're doing it. They're they're trying to to get their numbers up so AEW doesn't look like that much of a threat, but. In terms of hot shotting, people have won the Money in the Bank briefcase and cashed in that night multiple times, like the same night. So this isn't hot shotting at all.
0: Okay, so Kevin, you said they're doing a dogfight. They're doing what they need to do. They're trying to give us good TV, right? I guess. Uh, Kate, Kate the great, gave us this little tidbit. uh, Oh, God. During the Alex Zane
2: interview. Tony,
0: uh, I'd love to hear what you think of the Bearcat. Yeah, read it.
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, the bearcat, whatever. Keith
0: Lee was just introduced as Keith Bearcat Lee.
2: Great. WWE.
1: You- <laughs> wow, this is riveting.
2: <laughs> what is it to say? They're gonna fucking name whatever they want.
0: What is a bearcat? It's uh, isn't
1: it kind of like a. Isn't it kind of like a, a cougar or a puma or a a thing? It's not he looks
2: like a bear and he acts like a cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's men bat. It's man bear pig. <laughs> it's uh you know what Tony? Hold on. you know what I know it's it, really funny. Isn't it like a bobcat, a bear cat?
1: Because that's like <laughs> a that that's like a mascot for some some college college teams, right?
2: It's yes, Cincinnati. Guy it's a fucking gross looking animal that lives in a tree.
1: Okay. It is 100% not a leopard or a puma (laughs) or a a, a Bobcat. It is. Wow.
0: I just want you to know when I put in on my phone in the Google machine, what is the first thing that comes up is what is a thunder frog? (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't figured that out yet, by the way. Uh, So, so uh, Kevin mentioned it raw tonight. We got, The New Day against, what are they called? The Tribe? I don't know. It's Roman and... The Bloodline. The Bloodline. Thank you, T-Donk.
2: You're welcome. Yeah.
0: I think this is pretty exciting stuff. I think Roman Reigns is doing amazing stuff on SmackDown. I think Big E is like the perfect foil. Although, although...
1: Uh Uh-oh. Bobby Lashley.
0: Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar at the Crown Jewel. Is that a fact? Thursday, October twenty first, baby.
1: Matt, let me run this by you because I had a very good conversation with a, a buddy at work. Um, you know, Finn Balor is coming back as the demon, right? So right. we've always had the we've always had the conversation where can Finn Balor ever possibly lose as the demon without absolutely destroying the character? And I used to think yes, like there's no. I mean, I used to think. You, he could never lose as the demon and but now I'm thinking my buddy said that Roman versus Brock doesn't need the belt so he thinks that Finn Balor might actually beat Roman reigns and then you have uh Finn as the champ and Roman versus Brock just as a as a big time match I think that Roman the way that he's been booked might be the perfect guy to be the one to uh, to end uh, the, the demons undefeated streak at this point. What is your thought process on whether or not if Finn Balor l- lost to Roman based on how awesome Roman's been booked, would that hurt the demon persona?
0: Oh man. I, loaded it. <clears throat> I know. I don't, I don't uh that's a good question Kevin I really don't know cuz they bring out they bring out the demon for huge matches right and he's uh, uh, you know we we'd have to look it up but um, to your point I think he's undefeated when the demon shows up you know shit's about to go down wasn't he the De- uh I don't know if he was the demon in NXT against carrying cross I don't even know if that was a match I might just be making that up I get I don't the remember the, the I don't question think he was though Who's the guy then? Who takes that title off of Roman Reigns? Is there a guy? It's got to be. I feel like the more I think about it, like, if you want to keep, like
1: I, oh, here's the question now. If you have Roman Reigns beat the demon, who are you inevitably preparing Roman for? Like, is it, like who, like, who is it? Like, there's really nobody left. Is it The Rock? Like, is it, like, who is it?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Is that what? is that what they're hanging on to? The Rock Roman WrestleMania match? Is that what? That's what this is all for?
1: Is it freaking Brock Braun Breaker? Is it like who is it?
0: So like, Uh, it's a great question. I just don't know. Like this, Reign has been so dominant. All
1: right. So what about this? Let me throw this at you because Finn just tweeted out not so long ago that him and cena have unfinished business so what if so what if the demon beats roman and then drops it to cena for roman to get it back from cena Uh, does anyone want to see that though i don't know i mean does anyone want to see anything that they're that they're really doing in terms of that like that oh my question is like who does brock last who does roman reigns eventually lose to is it it's not gonna be it
0: can't be brock i i would hope not captain vsk says kevin grifo versus roman reigns book it
1: <laughs> big dog don't want none of the bigger dog Seems i don't I'll call know him i'll call him out like you call
0: out lashley I don't know what the answer is. You know, the demon seems suitable. He never got his rightful run as a WWE champion. It was, he was always hurt. Yeah. I just don't know. I I don't watch the WWE. Neither do. Yeah. I haven't watched it All the news I get from it is from the notes that I take or the clips that I see. Like, I think Big E as the world champion is a great move for them. He's super charismatic. He's like, You know, a lot of people shit on The Miz, but The Miz is out there doing the fucking media tours. He's super charismatic. He's entertaining. Like, you want a new face in the WWE. Like, Biggie's the guy. Put him on fucking Good Morning America. Put him on whatever shitty shit. I don't know what's on. Regis is dead, right? So, Regis and Kathy Lee is nothing anymore.
2: Yeah, no, he's not. Put him on. on He's on Dancing with the Stars as we speak. Who? The Miz? No,
0: Regis. Regis is Dancing with the Stars? That's right. That's right.
2: He's dancing with the dead, like the Mexicans on the ofrendas.
0: What's an ofrenda?
2: That's the, the setup they put in their houses to honor the dead. And if you don't honor the dead anymore, then, then their soul disappears. You got to watch the fucking Coco movie from Disney. It tells you the whole story.
0: Uh, I put that on my list with the documentaries. I got a lot of shit I got to watch, apparently. Well,
2: dude, watch Coco. If you're not crying in the fucking middle of the movie, holy I fuck. Don't wanna, well, I don't want to
0: watch a movie that makes me
2: cry. You watch documentaries about people being killed. You don't fucking get sad.
0: No, you can't live with bears. They're not domesticated animals. They will eat you. That's what they do. Most people know that. This guy didn't.
1: I did start watching Breaking Bad. I watched the first season of Breaking Bad. It is awesome.
0: It's a good one. It tails off towards the end.
2: No, I uh, agree, yeah, but
1: I got to say, Oh,
0: uh, Captain VSK wants to know Tony, Coco, and the other one was a Book of Life. Is that a sad one, too?
2: I didn't see that one, but yes, it's in the same vein. Yes. That's a little more I think that one's more like Coco's based around music, but I think um Book of Life was more like musically inclined if that makes sense. It was more musical than like you know, how Disney's are like they do the story, but it's a couple of songs that everybody sings and shit. But Book of Life was more like I think sing songy musical kind of like where everybody sings. Coco. that's the difference. Coco's a good fucking movie though. Holy shit, it's a good movie. All
1: right. Is now that the- about the gorilla? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he climbs the trees looking for bear cats and he molests them.
1: Well, is it wasn't Coco the talking orangutan or the gorilla or something?
0: He yes. did sign language.
1: He could not Oh talk. Sign Language, yeah. So it's a musical about a, a a sign-languaging primate. Yes.
0: Okay. Tech, it's great, great Disney vehicle. Oh, can't wait. Uh, You know what I can't wait for this week? Oh, boy. Extreme rules, baby. We got picks.
1: Oh, boy. I couldn't name one match on this show right now. Well,
0: Kevin, I think you did already. Roman Reigns and the Demon. Oh, that's right. Uh Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Hmm. Damian Priest defends the United States Championship against Sheamus. Charlotte Charlotte defends the Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. Uh, The Usos defend the SmackDown Tag Titles against the Street Profits. Oh, boy. (laughs) And Liv Morgan takes on Carmella. All right. I can dig it. And we'll see what else else comes out uh, as we inch closer this weekend to Extreme Rules.
2: All right. Okay. I'm looking okay, forward to that.
3: Terrific.
0: Um, looks like Johnny Gargano's contract is expiring,
1: and Kevin Owens too, right?
0: Yes. Hmm. Muy interesante. Interesting. Pete Dunn apparently is re-signed, so he will be with them for the next three years.
2: He's not done yet.
0: Nice. Either yeah. is the WWE because guess what's coming back, Tony. The WWE Draft, October 1st and October 4th, because it's brand supremacy season, brother.
2: Oh, fuck me sideways.
0: Ah, love me a good draft.
2: Oh, God. Are we going to wind up with Big E against Brock Lesnar at fucking Survivor Series?
1: Brock! Oh, Lesnar! Oh, man. Is this where we're going? Oh, no. If Brock beats Big E, oh, no. No, 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 no.
2: If Paul Heyman was smart, which he is, he should get Brock Lesnar to challenge Big E instead of fucking Roman Reigns, and then the two of them could be like a fucking an awesome power trip where well, Heyman has control of both Raw and SmackDown. I think that would be the fucking move.
1: Well, well, Roman might not be the champ. If I may, volley, he might not be the champion, sir.
0: I think it is safe to assume there will be another wrestling promotion that will not have a uh, that will excuse me that will have a brand new champion in the next You're, couple of
1: weeks. Are you making are you making a proclamation right
0: well, now? There is, there is no shot that MLW does not have Hammerstone beat Jacob Fatu oh. at Fightland. Oh.
1: Thought you were going a different direction.
0: No, no. But, no, I agree with you. No, no. This has been building for
2: years? Oh, yeah. 17 years. Almost as long as the Von Erichs versus Filthy Tom Lawler.
0: What? Now, Tony, I know you're the MLW guy, and I was scouring the internet this afternoon. What have they, Where is all the shit they taped in Philadelphia? Why is that not on TV? They fed him
2: to the Bearcat. That's why. They just showed the
0: rumble with Hammerstone winning. I don't think we've seen, and someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong, if you're watching on uh, Facebook
2: or YouTube or Twitch. Did we ever see the debuting LAX? They just, their debut on that show. And I think uh, I might be mistaken, but word might be that LAX is going to challenge the uh, Los Parks. Maybe, hopefully. I pray
0: oh, can we get Los Parks versus LAX cooking segments? Can we yeah. get Los
1: Parks starting in a TV show called Los Parks and Recreation? That's what I want.
2: So I'm really looking forward to Fightland. I think uh this title match, and it's title for title. So if Hammerstone wins, we have a tournament. Do they merge it? Do we need a secondary title? I don't know but it's going to be cool to see Hammerstone holding two belts over his head because that's the fucking man right there.
0: The meat castle. Well, this is that, yeah. that that uh, MLW Fightland is going to air on Vice the following Thursday. So this show is October 2nd in Philadelphia. Um, October 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern, this episode of Fightland uh, will feature this match. It will be directly um, – Following the premiere of Dark Side of the Ring, Johnny K-9. So if you are watching Mm. Dark Side of the Ring on Vice, it'll be the Johnny K-9 episode, and that will lead you right into MLW Fightland, which will feature Jacob Fatu and Alexander Hammerstone.
1: What are the other Dark Sides?
0: Uh, FMW,
2: XPW. uh, Canyon next week.
0: Canyon, Johnny K-9.
1: Johnny Canine. 9 What was he? What was he infamous for?
0: He was a pro wrestler and a leader of a uh, biker gang. And I'm pretty sure he killed a bunch of people,
1: but he was like a job guy, right?
0: Or an yeah. enhancement talent. Yeah, uh. uh, what am I forgetting? Did I say XPW, yeah, uh, Luna Vashon. Sorry, right. you
2: I heard they interviewed Kayla. They gave Sparks me enough. Did they really? No, oh
0: dang. No. Oh. Um they're also doing the opera cup at this taping. Alex Shelley is the eighth and final entrant. Uh, you will see Alex Shelley, TJP.
2: Oh, they fucking signed Bobby Fish. They did. MLW yeah. signed Bobby Fish.
0: They sure did.
2: That's Court Bauer. And he, he will be in the Shaker. Opera Cup.
0: Uh with uh Calvin Tankman, Matt Cross, TJP, Alex Shelley, Bobby Fish, Lee Moriarty, Davey Richards, and fucking Dr. Daisy Dukes himself, Tom Law. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking sucks. Uh, (laughs) They also announced that Myron Reed will defend his MLW middleweight championship in a four-way match against Arez, Aramis, and Tajiri.
2: And
0: this is Don't even think about it Nelly Nelly no This is all taking place at the uh, 2300 Arena On October 2nd in Philadelphia So uh, I'm sure tickets are still available
2: If you play your cards right now You can get a ticket right next to Phil And he can sweat all over you for 8 hours
0: Is that what he did at the baseball game to you?
2: No no because it was only 2 hours But I heard the uh, last tapings that you guys went to All together at the uh, 2300 Was delightful I don't understand. I just don't. What did they do with the Philadelphia footage? <laughs> they ate it, bro. I don't why? know why. Because Court was hungry. He's a rather portly man.
0: T Donk, did you what? To, what? To, I know. We're, I know you're getting tired over there, buddy.
2: What? And I told
0: you, anytime you want to go home, you can go home. I'm home. And Kevin, me and Kevin are talking AEW now, and you. So you can mm. hang out if you want. Right? Did hmm. you have any interest in AEW Dynamite last week because it was at the Prudential Center in Newark? I, I did, Matt. Oh,
2: I didn't watch it. I was interested in it. I haven't watched it. It's on the DVR. I haven't deleted it yet, so it's on the to-do list. But I had a very busy week. I didn't what? have I didn't have a lot of time to catch up on things.
0: Understandable. Well, it was a fantastic time. Uh, I think me and Kevin can agree we had a great time. Oh yeah. Uh, we got to see lots of fantastic wrestling, and uh, the crowd was red hot.
2: You guys was- went to that beer garden next door before the show.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I was at Reds.
2: That's the place next to next to what used to be Dinosaur Barbecue. I heard they're no longer in existence.
0: Everything over there is closed outside of Reds.
2: It's so fucking weird, man. That place used to be hopping. Every- now everything's fucking gone. There was no sporting events or arena
0: events for. 18 months.
2: Yeah, but yeah, but Dinosaur Barbecue always did well regardless, which is fucking really weird, but whatever. Whatever times they are changing, I guess. So tell me about the wrestlings.
0: Uh it was absolutely amazing experience. Um from Adam Cole's debut to Sting to Sorry. the huge announcement of uh Grand Slam this week. Uh even Rampage was great. It was a fucking I mean, I, I, I'm, I know it's like a week late, but I can't put it over enough. It was an unbelievable wrestling experience.
2: Okay, what is Grand Slam?
0: What?
1: Are you serious? It's, it's the, the show at the uh, Arthur Ashe.
2: That's the Arthur Ashe show that you're going to on Wednesday. Correct. Which I'm okay. still looking for a ticket
1: to, by the way. If you have one in the 100s, preferably 105 or 110, I would love to have a talk but anywhere in the hundreds. Are there
2: tickets point. still available for the show? For
1: ver- like verified resale tickets, but you're going to pay out the yin yang for those. Yin but, yang party.
0: But yeah, I believe uh I believe it's sold out.
1: Yeah, but all the all the the resale market is ridiculous.
0: No, I so, know, of course I understand. Well, I met a weird fella at the beer garden.
2: You oh. sure, I, your favorite thing to do when you go to yes. wrestling
0: well, shows. Okay, it was me and Kate we were waiting for Kevin to show up. We were waiting for our fourth ticket, Bacon, to show up. Uh, Kate was waiting for John Alba uh, to show up. He's a newscaster and a wrestling guy. I was waiting for Dave LaGreca, who I did see. So we were inside of this Reds. We got drinks, and then it was they were just continuously playing AEW music, which is fine, but after you hear Cult of Personality for the sixth time, you need a fucking break. So I said, let's go outside. There's nobody outside. This place is fucking jam-packed. So we sit at a picnic table are having drinks. I have the bladder of a four-year-old. So I was like, I got to pee and I got to get a drink. Confirmed. As I'm saying this, a dude is like, do you mind if I just put my beers here? And it was a giant picnic table bench. So I said, no, not at all. And then I made the mistake of leaving Kate alone with a, a male wrestling fan. So I got up to go to the bathroom and then to grab another drink. And when I came back out, this dude was talking to Kate. And the minute I sat down, Kate being uh, uh, a student of the Map Omen game, uh, instantly was like, Matt, this is Greg. And I was like, cool, what's up? And the dude wouldn't fucking stop talking to me. So Greg was apparently QT Marshall's babysitter. uh, And he's also a ticket snob. So, Kevin, what you do is you go to the show. And then about a couple hours before the show, they will release tickets on the Ticketmaster app. And if you continuously just keep checking, you can find really, really good seats. Greg also asked me for my phone number. uh, So he wanted to stay in touch. So
2: did you give him your phone number? I did. So you and Greg are going to be buddies now. No, I've (laughs)
0: already deleted it from my phone.
2: Oh, what?
0: I have (laughs) nothing. What block- am I going to
2: talk to Greg about? Did you block Greg's number or can Greg no, still no. you? We'll
0: see if Greg texts me on Wednesday. See what I'm Oh, you're
2: going to hook up with Greg on Wednesday? No,
0: I really don't want to. I was also recognized uh by a fan standing in line who follows us on Twitter, so that was weird. No way. Yeah, cuz I put took a picture of me and Kate and I said here at Reds having a drink. Uh come by, don't talk to me, talk to Kate. Uh, Lady Frost thought it was the funniest tweet ever. She just responded with a bunch of laughing faces. And then as I was talking to Kate about smashing Francisco Lindor's head on the cement block across the street, and I was pointing, I pointed at a man who then pointed directly at me, asked somebody to hold his spot, and then came over and introduced himself as Carl. Carl is a regular at Pro Wrestling Magic. He uh, claims to be the loudest fan ever, and he also follows the Shining Wizards and Kate. So, He talked to us for a moment.
2: Nice. That's pretty cool.
0: Yes. And then we saw Dave LaGreca, and that was fantastic.
2: Dude, as an aside, the Dave LaGreca Thunder Rosa shit is fucking brilliant. Brilliant. When she fucking this,
1: This this might rival Macho Man Hogan, WrestleMania 5 status,
0: this feud.
2: It's fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah. She's breaking in the house. She's sleeping in his bed.
2: Dude, the best was that picture Violetta's just sitting there reading her fucking book, Thunder Roses next to her. She got the fucking Dave Lagrecca plush doll. Oh my God. Even the fucking t-shirt. She's wearing a Dusty Sucks Egg shirt. It was fucking brilliant.
1: Yeah, so and good. shout out and shout out to Violetta too. She was also with us at a at a dynamite in Newark on Wednesday. So but man, let me ask you this though. You're supposed to be like kate's like wrestling bodyguard and you just left her to fend for herself with all the all the weirdos
0: i wasn't gonna piss my pants that's a very good point
2: you'll shit him but you won't piss him that's too far
0: i don't shit my pants on purpose <laughs> look it was time to go it was time to guide to pee what do you want me to do i drank a lot of fucking jack and cokes that night oh that's right i get it so grand slam and rampage are Fucking it's it's a pay-per-view this week. Yeah. Yeah. Omega versus Brian Danielson in a non-title match. All right. Uh, Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black, FTR against Darby Allen and Sting. MJF, Brian Pillman. That's just dynamite. Rampage, CM Punk against Will Hobbs. The Young Bucks and Adam Cole against Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley against Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer in a lights-out match. The Lucha Brothers, Santana and Ortiz against The Butcher, The Blade, and Private Party. Anna Jay against Penelope Ford. Yeah,
1: double-stack double, double stack
0: cards. Damn. It's going to be fucking insane. I cannot wait. The atmosphere was amazing. I have reached a point as a fan where there were moments Wednesday night where I just sat there and just just soaked it all in. It was fucking awesome.
1: It was the first time in a long time where I felt like an actual wrestling fan again, and it was absolutely, absolutely perfect. I mean, I wish I saw more of Rampage, but at that point, it was like, what? 10-something, and I was already pretty lit. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go hang out in the corridor right now. But uh, but no, literally, everything about it was great, especially seeing the people that, you know, former guests of the show, seeing them on this monster stage and, and stuff like that. It's just the crowd was nuts. It was it literally felt like... And it, the fact that it's a, a major wrestling company that's not called WWE at an arena like this and we're there is just makes me feel so freaking good. So, I was super happy.
0: Uh Kevin, are you happy about the announcement today?
1: That all depends on what you're talking about. Did I make an announcement?
0: You did not, but AEW oh. made an announcement that them and the Owen Hart Foundation are collaborating uh on a Owen Hart Cup tournament. And they will be distributing unique and original Owen Hart merchandise like action figures, apparel posters, and other collectibles, and inclusion in the upcoming aew console video game
1: I mean listen he's never going his his widow is never going to reconcile with wWE so if this is what we get, I'm super happy with it and uh I'm looking forward to hopefully potential because jeremy Padour put out that there was more than likely going to be an Owen Hart jazz wears, wrestling figure. So that alone is getting me really, really excited. Uh, part of me wants the closure with him and WWE in the hall of fame, but clearly that's never going to happen. So if he can be honored and included in the wrestling business still to this day with AEW, I got absolutely no problem with it. Now was AEW. Now see, this would be a, a complete, overreaction but is aew just trolling wwe at this point with this i don't think so no see i I don't think so either but i saw that kind of around here around on the social media that come on like like, come on he was he's not your guy
0: uh wrestling wrestling fans are fickle and they are idiots uh but i
1: i i I I still want him to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, like I really do, and I know that'll never happen. So, like I said, if this is a way of him being honored and being remembered, and mer- more merchandise, and the foundation gets help, and and Martha Stewart Martha Martha Hart is uh is okay with it, yeah, I got no problem with it. I'm excited because I just want that Owen Hart Jazzwear figure, baby.
0: Why is the Owen Hart? Why is the WWE Hall of Fame like the ultimate end game for you?
1: It just feels like it should be, just because I think we've been conditioned to it. Like everyone, like every year, we have the the conversation, like, oh, why isn't such and such in the Hall of Fame? Like, no one would, no one was happy until British Bulldog got in, right? Like, and then like that kind of like people every year, people are like, why isn't British Bulldog there? Why isn't British Bulldog there? And now he's there, and Owen Hart's like the like the same thing. It'll never happen if WWE could, they'd put him in tomorrow. But it's just never going to happen, and and to me, it's just I guess we're conditioned to to feel like that's an honor. Like people that are in the business, Hall of Famers say it. Like Jeff Jarrett, like says it. Like people that, like people that were on the out and came back in said that it meant something to them. So I felt like maybe at some point it would happen, but clearly now it uh, oh, it is not going to happen. But to me, I mean, it just it's again, it's just the tradition. It's the the condition that we are uh, put in. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. That's
0: definitely, I can speak for myself when I say it's just you. Cause I think the WWE hall of fame is a hunk of dog shit. So uh,
1: that's you. I mean, I feel like the majority of, I don't know, we could, maybe we can put it out on the old Twitter ski, but uh, I feel like the majority of the people feel like that closure is something that wrestling fans may, they don't, they don't, they don't deserve it, but they, I feel like they need it.
0: I mean, can you blame her, though? Absolutely not. So I think this is, and I don't think this is an AEW versus WWE thing. I think this is Tony Khan, as Captain VSK said. I think it's Tony Khan being a wrestling fan. How are you going to have a wrestling company and not want to include some part of Owen Hart? And obviously, they know that the WWE option isn't there. Right, Tony Khan knows like Owen Hart will never be his name will never be associated with the WWE. Yeah.
1: So again, the positive outweighs the negative. The positive is that the Owen Hart Foundation is going to get a whole lot of, of of good done for them. Owen Hart's name still exists more so in wrestling than it has uh forever uh you know since his passing and and for the most for the most part. Um but yeah, so yeah, again, at the end of the day it's like to me, it's like 90%, 10% positive, like 90, 10. Like, I'm I'm way more for it than I am against it. Tony, how
0: you doing over there, buddy?
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to be punching out. I think it's a good thing that Owen Hart's finally going to get some recognition. Uh, I don't blame Martha Hart for not giving any fucking leeway to the company that essentially killed her husband. So, yeah. it is, yeah. you know, you know it what? Is yeah. what it is. I guess I just needed to hear it put that way, Tony. You're right. And I mean, I, yeah. why would she – I mean – they fucking, they they destroyed the family, really. I mean, they took away their, their, a father, yeah. a husband, yeah. and a, a guy that everybody considers to be, like, one of, like, the great guys in wrestling in and out of the ring.
1: No, you know what? You're right.
2: I mean, they, they. you look at Mr. Perfect, and he was a bit of a shitster with his ribs. But when everybody talks about Owen Hart's ribs, they were always, like, done... They were always done like in a joking way. It was never like, you know, like, oh, I think the Bulldogs cut up your fucking tights. You know what I'm saying? Like there was never any malice behind anything that Owen ever did. Nobody's ever said anything bad about him. He never wiggled his dick at anybody. He loved his wife, you know what I'm uh, saying? Like,
1: now "Listen, you don't you listen, he's my favorite of all time. So you don't got to you, you don't got to preach to me." It it was just a weird it was something that that I totally did not expect to happen. Happy it is happening. But just like everything else, you think about all the aspects and all the angles of it. And, uh, you know, whether you're a cynic or, a, you know, a positive person or this and that, everything comes into your head.
0: Oh, good night, Tony.
2: Good night, boys. Thanks I, for agree having with, me. I agree
0: with Mott, Scott, Mott Spock. It is bullshit. Scott, all,
2: that yes.
0: shit, uh, all that shit in Philly hasn't aired yet.
2: Listen, I'm in good with Billy. Court, not so much. I, I'll put in a word for him, though. Let's see if we can get mm. that done.
0: Please do. Do so. Well, T-Donk, I think, is leaving us. Go get some rest, T-Donk.
2: Will do. Uh,
0: We'll see you you next Monday for another rip-roaring episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. We're not signing on, Kevin. we still got some things we got to talk about if you're game. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, Owen Hart stuff, great news. Kevin, I know you watch NXT 2.0 on Tuesday night. Uh, I I haven't seen it. Uh, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. Uh, and I know you were you were chopping it up there on the uh the Twitter machine uh from your your uh Twitter handle there uh, at Kevin Grifo. You see it right there on the screen. Um what did you think of this new new rebranding of uh NXT? All right, so you you just mentioned the term mixed review, and that's kind
1: of what it was for me. It was, it was a lot of people are getting chances, which is good, but it was so far and away, so different from the nxt that we've all been again the word conditioned to and expect so it was definitely bizarre it was weird the lights the 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 stage the stage was actually really cool though but the lights being on while they while they worked like uh it it was definitely definitely different and i guess that could be considered a good thing or a bad thing i'm definitely gonna watch it again tomorrow so i mean they've kind of piqued my interest a little bit so, um, like, like, all right, so we have a new NXT champion in Tommaso Ciampa, which really surprised the heck out of me. And, but I feel like that's only to put it on, uh, Rick, uh, Steiner or Rex Steiner or Brock Brer, Bronson or Braun Breaker or Braun Breaker. Bra That's. <sighs> He's a Braun. We just got rid of a Braun. We need another Braun. Braun. Man,
0: why wouldn't he just be fucking Braun Steiner? Or
1: no, I don't
0: know. I mean, listen, they capitalize on the Steiner name, man. Eric Bischoff.
1: Eric Bischoff kind of nailed it on his podcast. Um, listen, come on. They are their trademarks, man. Like I get that, but this is just uh, the names that they think are good are just so freaking stupid. Like you couldn't, you couldn't think of anything better than Braun Breaker.
4: It's got to have two K's. Yeah,
1: two K's. It's got to be alliteration. It's got to be like it. No, man, it, it's ridiculous. I'd rather NXT stay the way it was, but clearly that was not in the cards. So, so, so he, he he debuts Is I guess what it is to coin a terrible phrase
0: he debuts, interrupts an LA Knight promo right. and proceeds to beat him in an impromptu match.
1: Yeah. Well, while LA Knight is in a four way for the world title later that night.
0: Do you think, so, do you think Eli Drake is, uh, is, uh, is, regretting is, his decision? I don't want to say regret, but maybe like, uh, eh, you know, maybe some of the other offers that came in, maybe they were, because, I mean, look, the stuff with Cameron Grimes was fantastic in The Million Dollar Man, but now, like, this just seems like is this what he is? Is it because he's an older guy? Is it because he's from Impact? Is it because he's not? And then, like, they debuted six new characters on NXT on Tuesday night, which seems like a lot. That's it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, this is it. This is the rebranding. This is this is 2.0. They have, like, uh, th- that brother tag team, which just looked, I guess I think they're called the the, the creeds, Brutus and Julius Creed. Yeah, Brutus and Julius Creed. Uh, Dude, the Debutts. Uh, who else? Who else is on there? Let's see. Let's see. Let's
0: see. There was a uh, Brooks. Oh, the Jim's. guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen. It's 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 going to take some getting used to. But like, what in wrestling hasn't? Like you know, I- like everything everything changes. You are either. Either roll with it or you don't. It's, it's what it is.
0: I know, but I just think. Look, I understand that they're changing, but you know, don't you think it should be like a, a like a slow changing of the guard? Like just this seems like you know, like when Bret Hart beat Ric Flair, it was kind of like a changing of the guard. No, no I get this. I understand that, but. They, I, Sorry, go ahead. No, it's your. You were choppy there, choppy. Yeah, it just apparently like, I
1: can't. Have, I, God damn it! Go ahead. No, apparently I can't have more than one internet window open at the same time, or else it completely destroys my Wi-Fi. But uh, no, it, I understand the reboot. It happens, and I think I mentioned a, a point on on Twitter where it seemed like the most like complete reset button push since like the WCW era where Vince Russo and Bischoff came in together and they just completely restarted everything. And clearly we all know how that worked out for them. (laughs) So it just seemed like a complete, complete reboot. Mandy Rose came in. She has new hair. She's like the version of Dolph Ziggler when he had that brown hair for a freaking day. Um, Rich Holland. Rich Holland's a good talent. I, I like Rich Holland. The Creed Brothers defeated the, lo- the local competitors. And of course, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh is the champ, which I get. Listen, he's a transitional champion. Like, Can we both agree on that?
0: Is that what they're going to do? Are they going to put this on Von Wagner?
1: Who's No, they're going to put this on Rickensteiner.
0: You think that you think so? I yeah, hear Vince man. loves this Von Wagner kid.
1: I didn't hate him either, and I actually thought he may have been the one. That, based on how the night was going, I thought he could have possibly won that night.
0: I, I don't think we got a chance to talk about it. it, it what's is Samoa Joe just snake bitten? In, ter- in terms of injuries, yeah. Uh,
1: hey, listen, it's a tough business, man. Like, look at a,
0: a football comparison.
1: Look at Look at Carson Wentz. Like he just he managed to sprain both his ankles in the game yesterday. And the guy can't the guy can't stay in the field. Samoa Joe just seems to not be able to to stay in the ring, at least in the WWE atmosphere. It seems. Oh Josh Briggs was on the show too. Yeah, that's right. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. They're a team now too.
0: Captain VSK area. Captain VSK is right. Von Von Wagner is Cal Bloom. He is Wayne Bloom's son. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, that uh, mock spot asked, uh, is Brooke Jensen a second generation wrestler too? He is. That is Bull Buchanan's son. All right. Bull Buchanan was always a respected guy
1: in the locker room.
0: Uh, It looks like we're getting Kushida Roderick Strong next week for the cruiserweight. Is that what we're doing with Roderick Strong? Is he a cruiserweight now? Go ahead, Matt. Repeat that. I said uh, Kushida against Roderick for the Cruiserweight title. Is that what we're doing with Roderick now? He's a Cruiserweight?
1: Oh, yeah, Diamond Mine. I feel like the Cruiserweight title has become more than what we what we saw in uh, in its initial infancy and even in WCW and in WWE. I think it's more of like a, a mid-card to upper-level belt now. It's just it just has the cruiserweight name. Like it's a high profile belt. It's a high profile. Uh, it, it contains high profile stories. So it's by no means. I mean, you got Kushida holding it for Christ's sake, right. and Roderick Strong challenging for it. So I don't think it's now whether. I don't know what what it's been used for on two hundred five live. I have no idea if it even matters on two hundred five live. To be honest with you, I think it's more of an upper level. Um, maybe a TV championship type deal as opposed to like a North American championship which is like, I guess an ECW TV championship. But uh, yeah, so it it's, it's more than what we had been again, conditioned to believe the cruiserweight title uh, was.
0: Uh, Kevin, you had mentioned earlier in a text that you were going to try and watch victory road before you uh, jumped on here tonight. Did you get a chance to watch it?
1: Some of it. But I know, but I'm caught up.
0: Okay. Uh, what is your big takeaway? What's, what's the thing that's got you most excited about Victory Road? I think
1: the big takeaway is you got Josh Alexander set up for uh, for Christian Cage at Down for Glory. You got your X Division champion, uh, probably one of the, the the MVPs of the show over the last probably six months, uh, to against a fellow Canadian world champion in, in Christian Cage. And if I had the pick right now, I guarantee you that we're in inter- we mentioned having uh, somebody holding up two belts. Josh Alexander is going to be holding up two belts at Bowing for Glory against Christian Cage. That is my bold prediction. That match, uh, which I didn't, which I did not see, but I, I know it happened. Uh, Matt Cardona in a no DQ match defeated Rohit. I did see, I did watch the, a lot of the beginning of the show. And I think a match that you should go out of your way to see is the, uh, is the match con- uh, containing Trey Miguel, Laredo Kid, uh, Jake Something, uh, La 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 La, la, la uh, Skyler, John Skyler, and there's somebody else that I'm missing? Oh, Black Terus. That Tarus. match. Was, yeah, ter- Tarus Hogan. That was uh, that was an incredible match. You had. Um, what else did you have here? Let's let's check it. Let's check it. Let's check it. I mentioned. Uh, oh, you had a uh, Bullet Club defeating. Oh, look at that. Yes, that's right. Chris Bay and Matt, can you help me with the pronunciation of Haku's son's name?
0: Uh Haikuleu. Hakuleu.
1: That's right. They defeated Finjuice. Moose and Morrissey took on oh Callahan got hurt too, by the way.
0: I heard that. That's not a good sign.
1: No, he's out till the he's out till 2020. So I mean, I think they taped a lot this week. So I'm hoping that. That it that at least they have stuff on TV for him to to do, but yeah. So it's a uh, it's wild, man. Impact I, again. I didn't watch it all, so I can't even speak to to it. I tried, uh, didn't get didn't get through it. I but could, only because this is what I should have done. That I shouldn't have watched Impact from last week and should have just watched Victory Road. But huh,
0: what, are, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but
1: uh, I wanted to watch that that ten man tag on uh, Impact with uh, Myers and Moose and callahan and eddie edwards and ace austin so yeah christian cage beat ace austin and now christian cage josh alexander is the main event for bound for glory
0: i love that i love that so hard i think if you're going to um kind of find a new face for impact we've all been very critical of the kenny omega impact world title run because it kind of just didn't seem to do anything for impact Uh, In my opinion, I don't think mentioning it on AEW. uh, Yes, he came out with the belt, but no one ever mentioned it. They didn't plug the fucking impact pay-per-views where he was defending the title. So I think Christian Cage beating Kenny Omega and now Christian being the champion. I think this is a great passing of the torch. I think Josh Alexander is an excellent, excellent option to be your impact world champion. And I don't think anyone deserves it more than him, especially if you're familiar with the story.
1: And I think we're I think we're getting towards the end of this this relationship. Like once I think Josh Alexander beats Christian, if he beats Christian, I think once that happens, I think we're gonna slowly see this forbidden door not necessarily be closed between AEW and Impact, but like like what else could you do?
0: Right. And what are they doing with fucking Jay White? Like Jay White's not in the fucking G one, he's not in Japan like that story seems to have been pushed under the rug. The J white Kenny Omega thing.
1: Yeah. And, and even like the J white Chris Bay stuff has now been transferred over to the guy that you said, who I can't pronounce his name. Hekaleo. Hicka, U-
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, but I also think that I also have, I wanted to do a top five tonight. I couldn't get the list together in time, but I wanted to do a top five of, Five guys from AEW or five wrestlers, women or men from AEW that could actually probably benefit from going to Impact. So I'm going to save that. I'm going to put that on the shelf for next week. And I think that'll be a fun list to to put. May have to make it a top 10, actually, because there's a lot of people that can probably benefit from some more stuff. And
0: no, nah, man, you got to, it's if it's top five, you got to keep it top five, Kevin. You can't keep extending your list. It's got to be difficult.
1: All right. All right. That's fine.
0: Uh, Impact following the footsteps of the NWA empowered pay-per-view. They are running a knockouts knockdown and all women event. That's going to air October 9th. Uh, and it's going to feature the likes of Gail Kim, Lady Frost, Renee Michelle, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Um, they're going to do a Monsters Ball ca- a match uh, dedication to Daphne. So Daphne she's
1: first yeah, that's cool.
0: Uh, so that should be something that's going to be pretty cool. And that'll be in a couple of weeks. And they announced the commentary team will be Melissa Santos, uh, or sorry, she'll be the ring announcer and Mickey James and Veda Scott will be do, doing the play-by-play. So they're going all out for this women's, uh, women's pay-per-view yeah. special.
1: And I think we're, I think we're leading up to, I think the match that everyone wants to see in terms of the knockouts division is Mickey James versus Deanna Perazu at, and I'm pretty sure that's a lock for bound for glory. It's gotta be.
0: It'd be a fantastic lock.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Great lock.
1: Lock. Lock it up.
0: Lock it up, baby. Um, <laughs> Kevin, right in my wheelhouse, bro. It's fucking G one time.
1: All right, Matt. Let's go. This is this is the part of the show where I ask you questions about stuff while you talk.
0: Well, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, the G one started on the 18th. They're only two days in. I watched everything but the main event of night one of uh, Block A. All right. So what that consisted of um was Yujiro Takahashi beating Kota Ibushi. Really? In a huge upset. Huge.
1: I was he about used... to say what happened to Ibushi. I thought he was like the guy.
0: He's the guy, but this is a this is round robin style. So everybody wrestles each other. It's two points for a win. Uh and um oh, that's right. You know, it's New Japan booking. Everything is not what it seems. They're gonna throw a couple of curveballs on you. Uh they do they like to book where, you know, the the, the baby face has to come da- back from from a huge deficit. I don't want Kota Bushi to win for the fucking third year in a row. But, but. I get we're fucking in love with uh this fucking fuck boy. Oof, so so Takahashi beat him. Uh there was a low blow behind the referee's back. Um and he did uh kind of cheat to win the low blow changed the course of the of the match but still it's a huge upset um the great o'con he beat uh tongaleo uh toriano stole of stole a victory from kenta Ugh, son of a bitch uh and zack saber junior made uh, Naito submit in a fucking awesome match And I'm now I'm at the main event I didn't watch it, it's Shingo and Big Tom Ishii, Shingo won I know that because I have all the results in front of me But this mm. is supposed to be a fucking match of the year Candidate, so maybe I'll watch That tonight or tomorrow afternoon um, Block B Jeff Cobb got a win, Sonata got a win Evil, Taichi, and Okada Each got two points um, The losers in Block B were Tanahasho, Hiroki Goto uh, yoshihashi chase owens and tama Tango. so uh this picks back up thursday this runs till october uh bop 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 bop, bop october 21st oh man it's we get the final so i am like locked in i've uh haven't had a lot of time to myself so this is going to be the way i'm going to spend my time but i'm super excited for this uh g1
1: so is this an event is there any event in this in this G1 that we will be making picks for, or is that just going to be too much?
0: No, we are not picking. Look, I would have loved to pick the G1 because they do announce. The, the whole field is announced. You know what matches are going to be when, but it's just too much, so we're not going to do picks now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm fully invested. There are some fucking banger banger matchups. Shingo and Zack Sabre Jr. Will probably be the main event on the 23rd. Uh, also on that night, you'll see Kota Ibushi versus Big Tom uh okada evil is on night four sonata taichi uh people are really high on jeff cobb uh so you'll get to see jeff cobb hiroki goto on the 29th uh jeff cobb tamatango which will be a banger um i think what everyone's really looking forward to is this is the first time i've really sat down to look at the field um jeff cobb uh Hiroshi Tanahashi on the on the uh October 12th so it's you know it's the best time of the year it's the G1 I love it so I'll be following it intently intensely intensely. that's right that's the right word
1: both though. may have actually worked intently and or intensely
0: so. uh friend of the show Chris Dickinson he's getting Minoru Suzuki night one of the New Japan Strong Tour in Philadelphia October 16th so that's uh a hell of a fucking match. And as we talked with our guest tonight, Alex Zane, night two, night two, Will Ospreay, Alex Zane. I'm fucking pumped for that. I can't wait for that New Japan show. Uh, that's really all I have in the New Japan uh, world right now, Kevin, as I'm a little behind on the G1, but I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll have more next week. Uh, GCW made a bunch of announcements uh, about shows they have coming up. Uh, they're bringing back Bloodsport. Which, if you're into like that shoot fighting type of deal, yeah,
1: I think Marina Schaefer or Schaefer yep. is going
0: to be and, there and Minoru Suzuki and Killer Kelly, uh, Friday, October 22nd, uh, Bloodsport 7 in Los Angeles. Um, they also announced a match between Nick Gage and Minoru Suzuki. Oh, uh, God,
1: <laughs> God, who wants to die tonight?
0: Uh, fucking GCW is really doing some spectacular things. Uh, you know we mentioned a couple of those matchups that Alex Zane has. Uh, AR Fox this week. So, uh, I just am not off fucking Friday and Saturday nights, and I have so much on my plate. I can't play catch up. I haven't watched fucking Ring of Honor. I'm I still haven't watched Death Before Dishonor. I'm so fucking behind, dude. Get out of here. I'm way behind. Listen, this,
1: I think we were all a little bit behind, especially with this with this week.
0: Oh my god, there's so much shit going on. It's unbelievable. So, uh, how about any
1: any news on my uh on GCW original uh Matt Cardona? I any?
0: don't have any news on uh on mm. the King of the Death match. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, Kevin. <laughs> Uh and that's that's all the news and notes and shit I have. Uh if there is there anything else that I missed or something you want to talk about before we uh punch out of this crazy world. Uh podcasts. Not
1: world because that sounded it's that sounded morbid. <laughs> Punch out of this crazy world. Um, no, Matt. I think you covered it all. I think we had a great time. Alex Zane was fantastic. Uh, everything everything was good. I can't wait to. Sorry, I'm just reading the comments. Sorry, anyway. No, Matt. It's gonna be great. Um, I can't wait to do this again next week.
0: It uh, looks like uh captain VSK says Cardona seems to be after Effie now.
1: Oh, you know what? I did see something about that. I did see something about that. They have a nice little Twitter beef going on.
0: Interesting. I'll have to keep my, keep my eyes on that. Yep.
1: So that's it, man. That's all I got. I'm uh, getting kind of tired myself. So,
0: all right, we're going to pull this train to the station. Uh, this has been the shining wizard wrestling podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoy the new format over here on the StreamYard. Uh, I think it gives us a lot more options to do a lot more things. Uh, I love the fan interaction. I love the fact that uh, we are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. And if you're watching on those, please subscribe to any of those uh, channels, especially Twitch and YouTube, because we haven't really been doing much over there. But now we have this live option Uh, which is going to be awesome. Uh, Special thanks to Alex Zane for joining us tonight. If you're watching GCW this weekend, keep your eyes on him. He's going to fucking blow the roof off the place. Uh, What does it say? Oh, did you want to talk about the glass he had taken out of his back today? I did not know that. Uh, Cardona had a piece of glass taken out of his back from his match with Nick Gage, which was in July, June. Yeah. It's been in there for quite a bit of time. That's scary. Uh, Uh, I think I might have a guest lined up for next week, but I don't want to make any announcements, and I need to reconfirm with our guest for October 4th. Uh, He may be um, teaser here. He may be the new MLW world champion when he joins us.
1: All right, I'm listening.
0: You're listening? You haven't figured it out yet? No, I got it. You got a little uh, broken up. Oh, if he's the new MLW world champion and he's joining us on October 4th, I just have to cross some T's and dot some I's and that'll be a little, that'll probably be like 915 Pacific or excuse me, Eastern time. Uh, But, you know, I think the meat castle is joining us on October 4th. Oh, he my,
1: went there.
0: He went there and said it, which is also my anniversary. So I do have to clear that with the misses to see. Oh, if oh, I that. So it's definitely not happening. No, no. We'll see. We'll see. See, I can do stuff before the show, and I can block off the rest of my days that week and make time for the lady. That's true. She's very understanding. She is. She is. She's a She's a, She's a one in a million. That's right. Kevin, did you get to look at the belt? Tony got me. I did, uh, and it's gorgeous. It is. I have to find a proper place for it. I'm quickly running out of space in my yeah. room up here.
1: What about that? I was actually kind of, and this is no disrespect to the belt, but I, I was admiring that Calgary Hitman patch.
0: Oh, you like that, eh? That's right. That's right. It's, that's displayed with all my other shit. That's right. The
1: AHL franchise of the the Calgary Flames, I believe. That's right.
0: I believe you're right. Uh, this has been another rip-roaring episode. Follow Kevin on Twitter at Kevin Garifo. Uh, he's tweeting uh, NXT now, it looks like. 2.0 seems to be his thing. Since, really all uh, depends. Yeah, whatever. We'll play it. we play it where the cards lay. He's out there. He's tweeting wrestling. He's doing comedy. You want to follow him. You want to check him out. Uh, you know all the wizard stuff. It has been scrolling throughout the night. Hopefully, you, uh, if you're listening to this in podcast form, you uh, go over to one of our social media channels and check out the video. The video will be available uh, after this is done being live. So check it out. Uh, and continue to support the Shining Wizards. We have pins now that are for sale. They're $12 shipped anywhere in the United States, uh, and they are a limited amount. So we started the day with like 35 and I think we're down to 33 Look at that. So once they're gone, they're gone. We'll get new pins made, but they won't be of the Shining Wizards logo. It might be the Kick logo. It might be some other Shining Wizards thing. So uh, if you want to uh, get in on that, Go to our Twitter, at Wizards Podcast. DM us. Um, we'll complete the transaction there, and I'll get those out in the mail ASAP. Also on the Twitter machine is a link to our Discord. Uh, check that out. We've got lots of great things going on in the Discord. New people are coming in all the time, uh, making great conversations. So uh, check it out. And, uh, Kevin, you have any comedy you want to plug? Nope. All right. I'll be at Grand Slam Wednesday. Hopefully, Kevin joins me, finds a ticket. Uh, we're go- I'm going early. I'm going to tailgate. Um, uh, I'm not gonna get all fucking banged up because I got a long day Thursday. But I'm gonna hang out in the parking lot. I'm gonna fucking bring my speakers. Uh, there'll be a cooler. There'll be food. I will bring booze for other people. But fucking, you know, I'll take a picture. I'll put it on Twitter. You come by. You find us. You hang out. It's gonna be a fucking great time. I can't wait, man.
1: You're bringing speakers?
0: Yeah, I got my little portable speaker gimmicks.
1: Like the ones that look like the rocks?
0: Yeah. All, all right tunes on uh, on saturday afternoon we we'll to bring those we're gonna hook those up we're gonna rock and roll we're gonna have a good time there you go i don't i'm not playing any outro music uh any of that nonsensical bullshit because i gotta go back and fix the fucking intro why what happened to in the intro is it because tony muted his microphone that's why we couldn't hear anything that's right so i, I remember- gotta do that bullshit now
1: <laughs> all right matt well good luck to you sir
0: yeah well uh Come on back uh, next Monday, same time, Save Groovy Station, 645, 7 o'clock. We'll be live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Periscope slash Twitter. And interact with us. Uh, we love you all and hope you have a great week in the wrestling, and we'll see you next week.
3: Peace.